Hope all those last-minute preparations are going great. Hi there, everybody. Good morning, TGIF. Thanks for spending your Friday with us. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. Welcome, Skip Bayless, <laughs> Shannon Sharp. Uh, happy holidays, y'all. Yeah, guys... about to be happy holiday. About to happy holiday. You it work. is. Uh, you know, it is. The moment of reckoning is upon us, and me and my Cowboys are going to have the merriest Christmas we have ever had. You've been talking ever. about. You've been talking about this butt cut for two I months. Have, I oh, have. Oh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, we're about Christmas to Eve. We're going to cut some butts. Oh, no, 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 yeah, not. we are. Santa going to bring us yeah. something special really? on Christmas Eve. Who's <laughs> us? That's what you've been saying. Cry Eagles cry? You talking about the yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. My boys will get their revenge. They will. Okay. And it's now. <laughs> okay. Okay, get your revenge. Fox has a full slate of games tomorrow on Christmas Eve, guys. Headlined by, yes indeed, the Eagles and Skips Cowboys. That is the marquee matchup on Fox. Philly looking to lock up the NFC East, but they're without Jalen Hurts. He's sidelined with that sprained shoulder. Dallas, a four-point favorite in this one, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. All right, Shannon, final prediction time. Who wins tomorrow, and what's the score? Are you going to give it an extra point? You gave me three to start. Can I get an extra four? Can I get I, I thought we were saying no, 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 that. No, 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 no. I thought the Jalen Hurts was a rescension. Oh, you want me to, you want to rescind it? No, I thought you wanted to rescind it. No. No? Oh, so now you want the four points? I want it. Okay. You give me four points to guard him at you? Yeah. I got him close. Yeah. See, I did that. I wasn't supposed to give him a three. <laughs> Skip, I, I think Gardner Minshew will play well. He doesn't have to play great because he has a tremendous supporting cast around him. He does. Look at his offensive line. Got yep. three uh, Pro Bowl offensive linemen. Uh, A.J. Brown made the Pro Bowl. Miles Sanders made the Pro Bowl. So he has five guys surrounding him that's made, that made the Pro Bowl. Yep. Devontae Smith has three field catches. He's going to go over 1,000 yards. Dallas Goddard is coming back in this ballgame. He is. So their, their complete arsenal will be in full, in full effect. I like, I like, I, like I said, I think Jalen Hurts, we know Jalen Hurts is not a system because he makes this thing yep. travel uh, uh, flow so smoothly. He does. But Garner Minshew has been a starter in this league. He has won some games in this league, yes. and I think he's a very solid quarterback. As I said, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, I like their chances. And the Cowboys has not been able to generate the pressure that they did at the beginning and the middle of the season. They've kind of tapered off down the end. Yep. The Eagles have the second-ranked defense overall, number one against the pass, first in sacks, and they have the best cornerback uh, tandem in all of football. So with that being said, and the inconsistency in which I've seen the Cowboy display over the last several weeks, I'm going to take the I'm going to take those four points mm-hmm. and I'm going to take the Eagles 30-27. Oh, you're going to wait, you want four points plus you say they're going to win it on the field? Yeah, show well, them. Give me three no, points. No, 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 no. Well, you're home. Well, let's just go straight up. No, come on. You, you got to have the courage no, no, of your you, convictions. You, no, no, don't, don't try to weasel out of this thing now. I'm not weaseling. You're weaseling. No, you told me for two months we're going to get revenge. I have told you, you that. Picked, even though I think it was a Monday night. You came in here that Tuesday. you like, I'm going on record right now. We will get our revenge. I did say that. Okay. Well, get your revenge. Okay. So <laughs> you, you're calling. I got to write this down because these things tend to get changed. No, no, no. They, they, they're fluid. Yeah, they're, <laughs> uh, they're fluid. By the end of the show, this score will change. Shannon Sharp says 30-27 Eagles. Eagles. Mustache is going to beat us 30-27. Yes. to 27. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. What part about that did you get? I think we're about to draw a mustache on the Eagles. <laughs> oh, y'all going to do the Andy Reid, yeah, We're going to do the Andy Reid. That's what we're going to do. Big commercial, huh? Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I, I'm going to have the courage of my convictions. I'm going to have nothing but guts. I'm going to the end of the limb, and I will give you four points 
for five cases right now. I'm going to give you. I thought we already had. I always thought we already had like a couple of cases. You want more cases? I I don't know what we have, but I'm just saying right now it's five because it's fluid. It's been fluid for about three months. I I feel good where I'm at right now. Okay, five cases. For, for, you get Philly plus four. You've got Gardner Minshew plus four points. I, 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 okay? I, I wanna, I'm going to stake my little two cases. You, yo, you only want two cases. I only want two. All right, I'll go easy on you because it is the spirit of giving time. <laughs> so I'm going to give you mercy right now, and I will do it for only two because you're going to lose the two Mm-mm. because you'd lose five or seven or ten or whatever. I believe – that my team is going to give its fans a very Merry Christmas. I'm going to stand by what I've said all along. This is the game my team has been pointing to really for like two months. And I believe that is why they struggled against the Texans. I believe because they weren't totally focused on Jacksonville, which, by the way, made another statement last night. That's a good football team. They are. They have come of age right before your eyes. So I don't believe it was any huge shame in losing in overtime to Jacksonville, but they weren't completely focused. Now's the time. And I believe that my team is poised to make not just a a division statement. I'm talking about they're going to make a Super Bowl statement on Saturday at Jerry World. Tomorrow at Jerry World, Super Bowl statement where they will force you to sit back and say, you know what? This team's got a shot to go places. I mean, going all the way places, as in go to Phoenix, where Fox will be for the Super Bowl. Yeah, and this team has a shot to be one and done. This team has a shot to be one and done. Okay, well, you said that from the start, mainly because of my quarterback. Okay, so before I really launch into this, I'm going to give you everything you just said, because the Eagles, you've said all year, they're the best team, and they are. And and it, it, it actually hurts my heart that Jalen Hurts isn't going to play in this game because I, I just believe in him and I I honor him and all that he's achieved this year. And it, it's it's too bad that he can't play in this game because I would much rather beat them with him. I just would. Well, your chances that, increase of winning because you had no chance of having to okay, play. All right, all right. Well, you could make that case, but I still believe in my team. But I'm also going to give you this. We are up against it because we lost our leading tackler at Jacksonville in Leighton Vander Esch, the Wolf Hunter, and he has been declared out. He's got a pinch nerve. At least it wasn't some cervical issue where he Mm -hmm. needs to be hospitalized and needs surgery over it. But the point is, I don't know how long he's going to be out, but he's definitely out for this game. And I'm obviously I've been down my second and third best corners, and that's a problem because boss sure man is. fat Kelvin Joseph <laughs> got smoked by Zay Jones, yep. and he got yanked from the game. And Deshaun Wright went in, and then he got banged up and got dinged. And I, I'm not sure what we're going to do at the second corner. I, they may switch that Deron Bland out there. I, I don't know what they're going to do. You get but, cooked too tomorrow. Okay, all right. You could be right about that, but I still believe in my pass rush, and it will be on defense the difference in this game. And yet, now, Trevon Diggs has been sick all week. Mike has been sick all week. They've been limited in practice. I don't know what their illnesses are. I don't know. He's got A.J. Brown. I don't huh? blame him. I get okay, sick. Okay, maybe they got A.J. Brown disease. <laughs> yeah, I, got I don't know. <laughs> and then my best young pass rusher, Sam Williams, was involved in a car crash yesterday. That sound, it looks, I saw the pictures of it. It looked horrible, and he went to the hospital, and they released him, and he's supposed to be at practice today. So he hit somebody, see. somebody hit him. I couldn't tell. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I don't know the details of it. It sounds like. They said the other car turned in front of him. I still don't know whose fault it was, right. but but whatever. He was in a Corvette, and, and it got 
it got mangled. Yeah. He's, he seems very blessed that he walked oh, yeah. away from that one, but they did take him in for observation, then they released him. Right. Okay. okay. So I got all that up against me. While your Eagles, they sound like they're just about completely healthy, except for the quarterback. Except the most important. Okay, position. okay, I got it. But Dallas Goddard has been going for five games, yeah. and he is back, and so Ooh, that's going to help it. Gardner Minshew just a little bit. Yep. All right, now I'm back to my team. And I believe, as I mentioned to you yesterday, and I'm going to delve deeper into this right now, I believe that the NFL world is now completely sleeping on my team because it lost in overtime at Jacksonville. And because my quarterback has maybe not become a turnover machine, but an interception-throwing machine over the last whatever he's been back. Eight interceptions in six games. That's what Eight and six. Do I love it? Nope, I don't. But I'm here to tell you, I believe Dak Prescott will play his best game tomorrow at Jerry World. Now let's look at what happened this season. My team is 10-4 and four because it lost two games in overtime. I, I want you to look at the body of work. Two games in overtime in which it was in commanding position to win both games. Yeah. It's up 28-14 to 14 at Green Bay. And then in overtime, it wins the call, toss, and Tony Pollard goes crazy and is going for seven and seven and nine and nine. And then you know the rest of the story. They turn down a 53-yard field goal and try to go for it on fourth down, and they blow it. Okay. But they were in position to win the game at Green Bay. At Jacksonville, it's 27-10. to 10. They are in commanding position. Then they had two. Two late chances to just slam the door on Jacksonville, and they did not. Correct. I, I got it. But you, you, you're looking at glasses not half empty. You're you're looking at it as empty. But don't right? don't you see a reoccurring theme that okay. you guys can't handle success? That you get a big lead okay. and then the team walks okay. you down. But but the point is. We didn't lose 44 to nothing in those games. We didn't lose 30 to nothing, which we were behind Denver last year at Jerry World with four minutes left in the game when you least expected it. It wasn't like that game I brought up yesterday where late in the year in 2018 when we seemed to be on a playoff roll, we go to Indianapolis and lose 23 to nothing. We flexed our firepower in both the road overtime losses. And then what happened? In the other game, we lost at Philly, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going to discount the the opener because Dak stunk in the opener, but it was against Brady. It feels like it was three years ago, right? Think think about it, though, Skip. Okay. Think about considering how Brady played the the whole season. I know. It was like everything flipped in that game because – if you look back, is that not by far the best game Tampa played the whole year? Yep. But Brady and company managed only 19 in that game, but with Shaq Barrett still alive and well, quote-unquote – still rushing the passer, they held Dak and company to three points in that game. It was 19 to three, right? right? Right. Okay, now, the fourth loss occurred with my backup quarterback at their place, at Philadelphia's place, right? And we fell behind late in the first half, 20 to nothing. Remember this? Yes. Then what happened? Cooper Rush already, uh, he, he suddenly started to Cooper Rush on them. And he drove them to a late field goal at the end of the half, so okay. it's 20 to three. And then guess what he does in the third quarter? He goes 79 yards in nine plays. Not all Cooper Rush, but I'm saying he orchestrated 79 in nine. And then they get the ball right back, and they go late in the third quarter. It's really just two third-quarter drives. They go 93 yards in 15 plays and go touchdown, touchdown. Remember the second touchdown was the kid kid you like, Jake Ferguson, caught a seven-yard touchdown pass. And all of a sudden you look up, and it's 20-17 to Philadelphia. With 14:34 left in the football game, 
Well, we played them pretty straight up, and then we couldn't stop Jalen Hurts. Well, Jalen Hurts stopped himself now. He's not even going to play in this game, right? Mm -hmm. He converted three straight third downs in a drive that they just took back control of the game, and they went up 26 to 17, and you know the rest of that, that was the end of it and ball game. I just detailed our four losses. We're both going to write off the first one. Two overtime road losses and another road loss at Philly in which my backup quarterback actually played pretty well against them. And, again, in rush yards, they're fourth in the the league in rushing at 159, and we held them to 136. Well, that's not terrible. We didn't get run off the field by Philly, so I think we're pretty confident going into this game. What did you hold Green Bay to? Okay, it was 205, but what did, what, okay. what, we're what, 24th in stopping the run. What did you hold Jacksonville 24th. to? See, this is what the concerns that, that you should have, that you've had large leads, double-digit leads, and you lost those games. Mm. Because now, and what happened? Your offense turns the ball over, and your defense can't get timely stops. Okay. So that should be a concern of you, but it doesn't seem to be a concern of yours. And rush defense. Teams, I mean, Green Bay go for 200. You, you remember you gave up 240-something to Chicago. Yeah. So you rush defense, and Houston was running the football until Pierce got hurt. Okay. So that's not a concern of yours. It doesn't seem to be anything that's concerning for you. No. Even though you I'll, I'll lo- tell you why. We got too much firepower. That's why three weeks ago I finally said, you know what? Skip. I'm going to quit tiptoeing Skip. about this. My team is flat out loaded with star power and firepower. I can have a weapon that can get off 300 rounds in a minute, but it doesn't do me no good if it jams. Mm. Okay, your, your, your offense jams. Mm. You get those big leads, and you can't fire anymore after that. Your defense can't stop anybody. Mm-hmm. So what good is all that firepower if you can't use it? Can I demonstrate firepower to you? <laughs> Do you realize we beat the Cincinnati Bengals with our backup quarterback because he completed three straight clutch passes in the last 57 seconds? That been seconds. so long ago. Okay, we did that. We did that. We sacked Joe Burrow six times. I'm just saying we did that. Yes. Do They're a realize, much different team now. Do you realize at the Giants that that my man Cooper Rush went uh, over two third-quarter drives? He went 12 of 13 for 129 yards, and it wasn't all him. They blocked for him. Tony Pollard was emerging as, as a star, and CeeDee Lamb had a huge game, and he did make the Pro Bowl, okay? Yeah. And I believe he's a top-10 receiver. Detroit at home. Do you realize we beat them in the second half 21 to nothing? They're pretty good. It's hard to beat them. We shut them out in the second half, and you know they can score on people, right? We go to Minnesota. We beat them 40 to 3. That's when I sat back and said, God, look at this. Maybe it's about Kirk Cousins, but look at this. But I will say this, Skip. When it goes well for you guys, it goes really, really well. It does. But but when that thing starts to – here's the thing. When it starts to veer to the left, you guys can't slowly get okay. it back under control All and right. put it back in the road. I'm only halfway home here. We're doing <laughs> okay. my body of work. Okay. Indianapolis, fourth quarter. In really, world. Wait, listen. 33-0 to zero in the fourth quarter. Think about that. What NFL team is capable of doing a 33 to nothing in the third in the team, fourth quarter? What what team is capable? Vikings. Oh, hold on. Okay. Let me ask you a question. What team is capable of losing a 33 to nothing a game? Okay. I, I you can argue. Although that same team beat my homeboy at yes. Indianapolis, right? Okay. Giants. Thanksgiving second half. We looked like we were in some trouble at halftime. What was 13 to seven? I believe. Right. And we beat them 21 to 7 in the second half. I will take that to my bank because that was impressive. And then we just mentioned the two road games. You're up 
to, to go up 28 to 14 through three quarters at Green Bay yes. is impressive to yes. me. To do a number on Jacksonville that had just done a number at Tennessee on Tennessee right. to be up 27 to 10 is impressive to me. It's flexing firepower. Right. But Skip, what good is all that muscle if you can't use it? You told me your defense is going to carry you. So 20, so 28-14 should be enough. They sure. walk you down. Okay. You told me your defense can carry you. Right. You're up 27-10. That okay. should be enough. Okay. They walk you down. All right, but you always tell me it's a long season and you're going to have some bad days, right? right? I'm not sure my team had one what I would call bad day. I, I didn't see a stinker except the opener, and it just seemed, I'm dismissing it because right. it was a long time ago. But I, I never saw a bad sign where I said, oh, no. And I can write off Jacksonville. Okay, they had 503 total yards yes. in overtime. They had 192 rushing in over. You know, it took right. an extra time frame, right. right? But the point is they're looking ahead. They want Philadelphia, and, and it was the classic, are we there yet Can I ask game? You a are we there yet? This is what no. I don't understand. They weren't looking ahead when they blow the doors off Minnesota. They weren't well, looking it ahead. Wasn't the week before Philadelphia. No, 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 Skip. No, 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 hold on. You say they've been looking for this game because that's what you chalked it up to when they mm -hmm. lost to Green Bay. Yep. They weren't looking ahead when they blew the doors off Minnesota. They weren't looking ahead when they scored 33 against Indy in the fourth quarter. They weren't looking ahead when they outscored uh, – uh, um, the, the Detroit Lions yep. by 21 in the second half. They weren't looking ahead of then. They only look ahead when they lose. No, it was just the week before. It was the one. And it started with the Texans because they're definitely looking past the Texans because, oh, we got to do this. Yeah, you got to do it. And finally, in the end, Dak said, okay, I got this. Okay, 98 what, okay, yards later, they went. What were they thinking about Green Bay? Okay, well, uh, again, Aaron Rodgers – owns them. He psychologically owns them, and we had him dead to rights, and in the fourth quarter, he turned back into Aaron Rodgers. He was sensational. He looked as good as he's ever looked in the fourth quarter, okay? So what do I know about my team that everybody else is completely underestimating and overlooking? What? We lead the whole NFL in takeaways on defense. Is that not good? Can, can yes. you not, like, hang your hat or your helmet on that? But what you've done, you built, up a, you built up a big cachet earlier in the year, the middle part of the season, where you took the ball away. Garner Minshew, uh, Cooper Rush did not put the ball in harm's way because he's not a guy that take a whole lot of no. risks. They weren't willing to push the ball down the field. Okay. But look at what your offense has done over the last five weeks, how they've given the ball away. Okay, I got it. But we are still, body of work, we're second in sacks. To Philadelphia, I give you that, but we're second to Philadelphia, and I believe we're going to have some more sacks of Gardner Minshew. I just believe you, we will. You, you do know you got one in the last two weeks. Okay, we're going to get Gardner Minshew. We're going to get him four or five they might, times. Hold on, so they're not going to get Dak Prescott. So you said you're going to get the Gardner Minshew because you're second in sacks, but the number one sack team is not going to get to you because of why? Because Tyron Smith is back at right tackle, and he got one rust game under his belt at Jacksonville. And he had some low moments where, especially on the final play, on the yeah. pick-six play, he got beaten on that play. But he's a first-ballot Hall of Famer who's been out, as you know, almost the whole year. Yeah. But he is back. And I think he's going to make a huge difference in a big game at right tackle because the kid Tyler Smith has been a godsend at left tackle, and we still have a first-ballot Hall of Famer at right guard. Yeah. I'm good with my offensive line, and I think they will rise and shine and protect in ways they haven't all year. BG, Brandon Graham. Okay, all of them. Hard roll. Hey, you, you're right. Fletch. You, you got it. Okay. Sweat. Okay, I hear you. 
But would you believe that we're still number two in the league in turnover ratio? It's the, the telltale stat of, of football. We are number two to the Eagles, albeit to the Eagles, but they don't have their leader and their playmaker in this game, right? Yeah. Uh, would you believe my offense is number three in scoring? And I think it's going to look like number one when this game is I over don't think on so. Saturday. That's what I think. We are fifth in third down conversions. That'll work. What we are Brad? seventh in rushing. So, that so will what, work. What is Brad Barry and Slay going to be doing while y'all doing all this okay. score? They're really good. In fact, Brad Barry should have been a pro bowler because when I look at the stats, the third level, fourth level stats, he was extraordinary. He actually had a better year than Slay did. Slay's just a bigger playmaker. He seems to be right place, right yeah. time more than Bradbury. Yeah. Okay? But Bradbury made the play that started the deluge in, uh, against Dallas because he's the one who tipped the ball up yeah. off Gallup's hands that went to Gardner-Johnson, right? Yeah. And that was the first interception. Then Slay makes a great play on the second interception. Okay? You've got all that going for you. It is time for Dak Prescott to say, no, I got this. C.D. Lamb, th- this is going to be his time to shine. He is going to live up to being a, a Pro Bowl player. If he didn't go in the back door because somebody was hurt. He, he walked right through the front door. Haven't you seen seven years? Mm-hmm. You've been saying the same thing. It's time for Dak, Dak Prescott to rise and shine. Yep. For seven years you've said that. My team is waiting to explode, and it's going to explode. This is going to be a showcase game. It's going to force you to sit back and reevaluate like, God, this team is loaded. It's their moment. It's their time. Here we go. You know y'all got a couple more duds, didn't you? You can't steal this Christmas, Mr. Grinch. (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. nah. Garner Mitch, you're going to do that. You're, you're Grinch and you're Scrooge, duh, 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 Grinch. you know? You're, you're Bad Santa saying Merry Bleepin' Christmas, right? You're all those. You're, you're, that's who you're trying to be, but you can't spoil this nah, one. Garner Minshew going to do that. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's Garner coming Minshew. right here. Garner Minshew yeah. going to do that. Okay. You know how Philly are? Good they luck. don't like Santa Claus. Good luck. They don't. They, they, don't they like... throw snowballs yeah. at Santa Claus. Yeah. That's a good point. Yes. Well, guess what? This isn't in Philly as anymore, matter, and it's not going to snow. As it's matter, cold, but it's not Watch. They're going to steal that, uh, uh, that kettle. Yeah. That's how they should take the whole cattle. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I know, take okay. the whole cattle. Good. Then we'll we will arrest them and put them in jail for it. <laughs> that might be going a little bit far, yes. but I would totally be here for it if Gardner Minshew shows up in a Grinch costume. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be something. Devontae Graham did last night. All right, guys, let's talk a little Zach Wilson. What should the Jets end up doing with him? Plus, is the MVP race all but wrapped up for your guy, Patrick Mahomes, Shannon? Let's dive into that on the other side of this break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. 
with a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Jets quarterback Zach Wilson was booed multiple times. 92 passing yards plus an interception. Then he was benched for backup quarterback Chris Strebler. Jets head coach Robert Sala said after the game, it wasn't a benching as much as the Jets looking for a spark on offense. Hmm, it's an interesting explanation. Shannon, what should the Jets do now with Zach Wilson? Skip a change of scenery might be in order. Yeah. In my 14 years, I've never seen a guy lose respect of the locker room, lose the locker room, and get it back. It's just hard. Because once that has happened, the guys have a perception of you, of what you are and what they think you can become. And maybe a change of scenery. Skip, he's only 23 years of age, so it's not a lost cause. But maybe New York is a bit much, is a, a little bit too much for him to handle right now, Skip. And you say, well, it's not a benching. In order for you to get that spark, what did you have to do to, uh, to uh, Zach Wilson? You had to put benching. Yeah. So that's exactly what it was. The dude had a 5.2 QBR last night, Skip. And they did nothing when he was in the game. The moment that backup quarterback got in, everybody took off. It was like, oh, yeah, now we got a chance. It's like when he's on the field, they don't even believe they got a chance. That's why quarterbacking matter. They got nice pieces around him. They got a tremendous defense. But that joker right there doing what he did, mm. you can't overcome that, Skip. Mm. There's not even the 2000 Ravens couldn't overcome play like that. No. Because he puts the ball in harm's way. And I'm just like, bro, what are you doing? And you look at his numbers, Skip. His numbers are eerily similar. I'm not saying he's going to be Jamarcus Russell, but uh, Zach Wilson is 8 and 14 win loss. Russell was 7 and 15. A 70 passer rating. Zach had 15 touchdowns. Jamarcus Russell had 16. One average 6.4 yards uh, per attempt, the other 6.3. He might turn out to be an okay quarterback, but he might need to leave, get on the Greyhound bus and leave Depart, New York City. Skip, New York isn't for everybody. Yeah, it can make you the bright lights, Broadway, Skip, (laughs) Madison Avenue. It has a lot to offer, but it'll gobble you up. Yep. They – when you have the Yankees and you've had teams, the New York teams that have had success, and Jets have always kind of been the back fiddle to the Giants. Mm-hmm. But Skip, this this right here, man, this won't get it done. This this will get you fired. And I think the mistake that they made, Skip, from the very first time that this guy, this young man, declared for the draft, Trevor Lawrence was one. He was two. I'm like, y'all ain't gonna do no evaluation. Y'all not gonna look at any other quarterback. Y'all believe he's that good? Yeah, Skip, I saw him in his pro day, man. He running around throwing that thing like Mahomes. He throwing it 85 yards underhand. Through one. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. He tricked the Jets. Mm. He tricked them. He got them right now. He finding out playing quarterback in the NFL is a lot different than playing at BYU. Yep. Skip, he might just have to take his show on the road because I don't know if he's going to be able to get back in the locker room and regain the confidence of the guys in that locker room because he's clearly lost it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I agree. But I don't blame him as much as I blame them, as in their front office. Because to your point, 
before that draft, we, you and I would we, go back and forth, and we kept saying, it's a done deal? Yeah. Like, everybody reported from moment number one, the Jets have homed in on Zach Wilson, and they are going to take him no matter what. And I'm thinking, no matter what? what? And they did. Everybody was exactly right because they just telegraphed it. They just said, no, we, we want that kid. Right. Okay, so at least I first guessed this before the draft because I told you I don't love him. I watched him, I don't know, maybe five times right. at BYU, and he had a little bit of farve in him. He runs around and flings it and sort of closes his eyes, and, oh, they caught it, yeah. and what a play that mm-hmm. was. But as far as consistently operating at quarterback, as far as consistent poise and accuracy and vision and and trustability, I, I couldn't see it consistently. He would just pull off a wow play, and you'd say, wow. Right. Okay. Well, did the Jets fall for the wow factor? I guess so. They I, did. Okay. What, what, what's hard for me when we're trying to evaluate the kids going into the draft, I don't live with them, so I'm not around them. I don't know what they're made of exactly. I can only see it on television. Correct. Well, obviously – his leadership leads much to be desired Correct. because his intangibles are low because he feels like he's kind of a solo act. Mm-hmm. The, the first is like the week after he got drafted. It, it seemed like I, I look up and he's taken a bunch of his offensive linemen to a Devils game, a New Jersey Devils game. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's, yeah. that's a good yeah, start. Yeah. And then what? I don't know. It seemed like it was all for show because then the rest of it, it, it just <clears throat> didn't click. Kids can struggle at quarterback, but once they've kind of won over the veterans, yes. the veterans will yes. hang with yes. them, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because I was a Trey Lance guy going into the draft. Trey Lance has won his locker room. Unfortunately, he hasn't won the job right. because he just keeps getting hurt. And right. if he keeps getting hurt, that's going to be as big a problem for the Shanahan's as this kid is for the, the right. Jets in a very different way. Correct. But in – in Trey Lance, I saw huge intangibles. I saw leadership. I, I saw high character. I saw Jim Rat. I saw huge arm. I saw legs that can work in Kyle's system. I, I love that. And and I was I was first guessing him, and then the Shanahan's validated me because they traded a right. ton to go get him. Yes. Okay. Well, I I would still consider his now again. I think we were both Trevor Lawrence. We were like, yep, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. I mean, three year starters. Can be win a national championship. They lose. I mean, they lose, and then they lose really bad in the national championship. Yeah. But for that kid, you can see. Okay. How do you Shannon, I, I would see clips of him in high school yeah. and I'd say, really? Yeah. Six, what, 6'6, six, 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 six. 235, yep. big time arm. Really? He has more athleticism than you think for someone his I, size and his complexion. Yeah. I, I agree. Has, no, I agree. But Skip, I think the thing is with him. Everybody starts saying he can make Mahomian throws. Mm-hmm. He can make, and everybody, oh, he can make throws like Mahomes. Ooh, he's going to be Mahomes. No, he's not. So he wound up at the wrongest place at the wrongest time last night because it was raining. Yes. And it was windy. Yes. And you saw what Dougie P, your man, Doug Peterson, comes in and just says, I'm not really going to risk this. I'm going to ask my quarterback in my running game to try to take this yes. game over because he let he, he was calling plays for him. He right. would uh, Trevor Lawrence ran it seven okay. times for 51 yards. Yes. And I, I was pretty surprised by that, but they ended up running at 147. Right. Okay, look, talking about wrong place, wrong time. Look what the Jets ran the ball except for the, the third stringer who came in, the CFL refugee, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Look, they had 12 – I'm sorry, 11 rushes for 12 yards except for Strevler who came in and had nine for 54. Right. Okay, so when, when Zach's in there – 
They're not running the ball at all. You can't because they don't respect them to throw the football, so they just load the box. <laughs> okay, you just can't throw, throw it. it. And yeah. it looks it, it looks just bad. looks dismal. It, it just looks lost cause. And but he what, looks lost. He is, you, do, lost do you, you see him? How, 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 how big his eyes yeah. is? Yeah. Are? Yeah, I, I agree. So now, you, you know, he's had a few moments where he'd have a game where he'd say, right. okay, because right. he got a nice arm. And, and he, for his complexion, has some yeah. athletic yes. ability. He can move around a yes. little bit. And it, it, it's not producing – Enough. No. And, and now he's lost his confidence. He's lost his locker room. He's probably lost his front office. And they're stuck. Would somebody trade much for him? I doubt it. Well, you're not going to – well, yeah. I mean, you didn't have to give up anything for him. But, Skip, it sets you back so far. It's just You can terrible. miss on a lot of positions, it's Skip. It's terrible. And you're able to get it back because yeah. you can go in free agency and get the guy. Or, you yeah. know, or sometimes you have a guy in a later round. But, Skip, if you miss on that guy, yeah. man, it sets you back so far. And it looks so bad last night because he's up against the guy who went number one, exactly. right? And it just looks even worse. Well, the comparison's going to be there. Uh, Anytime you have quarterbacks that come in the same draft, yeah. the, the comparison's going to be there, right. fair or unfair. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of Trevor Lawrence, he has easy mobility. He's yeah. a long strider, but once he gets going, he, he can get yeah. going. The only thing that started to concern me about him last night was he's got Josh Allen in him. He, he, he doesn't really love sliding. He's, he's going to run through people. <laughs> oh, he's going to attempt to. Yeah, and, and he stood in the pocket. There was 349 left in the game, and they're in a – I know it was just, what, 16-3, to three, but right. it felt like it was 60-3 to three at that point <laughs> because of the weather. And if we could see the shot that he took – I don't know if you noticed this one. Maybe you'd given up on it at this point. This is 349 left in the game, and he stands strong – and he's going to just do this. He's going to throw it in the pocket, and he gets rocked. And this is one where – No, that's the one I go over there and tell uh, Dougie oh, P, look at don't that. you call that bull job look, no more. Look, look at this. Yeah. You, you can't do it. You, no. You're not going to last in this league if you try this. And you don't need to play hero here because you've got them. You only right? want to take one of those hits a year. Oh. <laughs> you, oh. you don't want to be in your career. Oh, that's a tough kid. Now, I want to prove how tough I am taking shots like that because you see how he got bent in a vulnerable situation? Okay, and, and every time he took off running, I'd say, oh, that, that looked good. And then all of a sudden, sh- shouldn't you slide? You're going to slide? <laughs> nope, nope, I'm not going to slide. I'm just going to run through people. Yes. Okay, that's what Josh Allen does. I, I promise you know better than anybody. Yeah. You're just not going to last in this you, league you doing ask, that. You're asking for trouble. Okay. Because I think they got, they got solid pieces. Uh, I mean, it was a little hard to tell. I mean, they got a fluky situation last night where the uh, Garrett Wilson has the ball and Ola Kuhn kicks, 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 it, out, kicks it out of his head. I mean, the skip, that's when you know. Like, you know what, guys? Hey, no, we, we, today, tonight there's a lost cause. The dude kicked the ball out of my hand. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen that I before. Have, I juked him out of I juked him out of his yeah. out of his cleats, and he somehow he got his foot up and kicked the ball out of my hand. Okay, and it pops up in there, and they catch it's it right in midair. There. Okay, all right, but, I got it. But skip, I, 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 maybe maybe a change of scenery. So you believe that the change of scenery might do him good? You're I, I not think, giving up on him. Completely. I think I've seen enough of his talent, and he does have talent. Right. I, I don't think he has a good feel for playing the position of quarterback, okay. or he's got it's that wince like I. I don't know how to command a locker room. Right. And, and so I'm pretty sure he's a lost cause. I wouldn't have taken him nearly that high. And you always make the case, if he'd gone in the second round or the third round, nobody would care. Nobody would care. They, they would be like, well, let's, let's just hang in here. Right. You know, like the, the, there wouldn't be the hysteria about no. it. Nobody but would be saying Jamarcus the, and Ryan Leaf. And, that's, yeah. that's, Skip, that's the second pick of the that's draft. The pick the so draft. now you got to start because what you try to do, Skip, is identify the guy. You see what the uh, – 
what Jacksonville was able to do. They take Trevor Lawrence, and now we go out, we get a Zay Jones. They did. We get a Christian Kirk. We get all these pieces. And that because new kid can fly. Because he's on a rookie contract. Yep. Now you got to start that all over again. Now, but now Big Quinny Williams going to want his money. And, and by the way, to that point, on defense, the Jets got pieces. Yes! The sauce is going to be the rookie of the year. The, uh, the guy on the, the other side is legit. Very good. Uh, uh, Quinny Williams, his good. brother that played a lot. They got, Skip, yep. they got nice pieces on they that do. side of the ball. That's why the Jets fans are out of their minds, because they can see. You squandered a year. You did. And Garrett Wilson's he's a stud. Yes. He, he could be yeah. one of the top, right. right? And so you've got pieces everywhere, and you – you had a running back, Brees Hall, who got hurt. Got hurt, but, right. But he, listen, I watched him at Iowa State a lot. He can really tote the Skip, rock. you can have all the pieces you want. Yep. But if you ain't got that piece in no, today's game, now matter. it used to be like when you start, first started yeah. covering it, yeah, defenses, you could, hey, quarterback, he didn't have to be great. Hey, you could play around him. Yeah. No, they're going to force that guy to play and, and not be a cheerleader. They're going to make him a participant. Yep, I agree. It's a sad story for these people, but I'm afraid they're going to have to get rid of him, and he's going to have to try to – Start fresh somewhere right. else. I, I don't think anybody's going to give him a first-round pick for him, Skip. I don't either. The Jets do have a stockpile of the, that they can do some things to go get another quarterback. Right. But they're back in the quarterback business. Right. Unless you think Mike White is the answer, and I'm just not No, 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 no. I don't think he's the answer, no. Hmm. It's a tough break for Robert Sala, guys. He, he was one of my favorite new coaches. I still think he's going to have Dan yep. Quinn-like success down the road. Just give him some time. All right, Shannon. Jalen Hurts, of course, sidelined this week, we know now, with that sprained shoulder. Patrick Mahomes has taken a sizable odds lead in the MVP race. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, three weeks left. Is the MVP race over? No, because that's a lot of games to go. And Skip, Joe Burrow is tied with J- Jalen Hurts. Now, Hurts is going to miss this game. So right now, probably you get better odds to Joe Burrow. He has 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He has more total touchdowns than, than Jalen Hurts. So he's right there. So he's right there. He and Jalen Hurts are tied for the second-best odds to win the MVP. So three games is a lot of games. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is in, in, the, is in the driver's seat. I mean, through 14 games, he lead the league in all statistical passing categories. Yep. Passing yards, passing touchdowns, total touchdowns, yards per game, QBR. And he's done it. And I think this is what goes, what's going to be said, Skip. He's done it without Tyreek. Everybody said it to a person. Those numbers, he's not going to be the same guy. He's not going to have those impressive Star Wars numbers yep. because he lost the most dangerous man. I believe Tyreek is the most dangerous player in football. Regardless of side, you know, sometimes they get that to the defensive player. Oh, Micah and Aaron Donald. But nobody puts fear in you like that guy in Miami, Tyreek. Yep. So with that being said, Skip, I don't think it's over. And we saw this, Skip, in 2020. Patrick Mahomes was 14-1. and mm. They have a nip-tuck ball game when, uh, what, they win 17-14, I think, against Atlanta. Patrick Mahomes didn't have the greatest game, like 24-44, 270-something. Yep. Two touchdowns, one interception. Aaron Rodgers scored four touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes doesn't play the last game of the season. Now against the Bears, Aaron Rodgers goes out and drops another four touchdowns. Not only did Patrick Mahomes not win the MVP, if I'm not mistaken, he was third in the voting. Mm. So number, so when you look at Aaron Rodgers, you're like, well, damn, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, 4,300 yards. Yep. Like, yeah, that's the MVP. And I think we're seeing a scenario, Skip. Stats do matter. And I'm not saying Jalen Hurts doesn't have impressive stats because it looked like he was on a pace to possibly get 4,000 yards passing. And who knows what a uh, you know, big game here or there. He might even have a 1,000 yards rushing, which would be, be by far the most impressive feat yep. for a quarterback in the NFL. To go for four, throw for 4,000 yards and get 1,000 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. But this race is not over. Mm. This race is not over because we know – we've seen Joe Burrow throw for 500. 
So it's not like that's out of the realm of possibility, Skip, with those receivers that he has and Joe Mixon that he can dump it off to or P. Ryan or screenplay, and they can go get 50. So, no, the race is not over, but I believe it's Patrick Mahomes' MVP to lose. Well, although Burrow could just go flat out winning. Yes, yes, right? yes. Because I'm going to remind everybody, they start off 0-2, thanks in part to Cooper Rush at Dallas, in a, in a missed extra point. No, it was a chip shot field goal at Pittsburgh. Well, he missed one also, though. Okay. But, and guess what, yeah. Skip? He threw five. He had five turnovers that first game against Pittsburgh. He did. Got off to a rocky start. Yes. And since then, they are 10-2. and two. Right. Since then, they have won six in a row. Mm-hmm. So they finish at New England. Then they got the Bills on Monday Night Football. That's going to be an extravaganza, Right. And, and then they've got the Ravens, and we're going to talk about Lamar in a few minutes. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's shut down for the rest of the year. But, but the I got point my is, house shoes on if I'm Lamar. That's okay, what I'm doing. Okay, well, you could be right. But, but again, Burrow's got the Ravens at home to end it when they could still be hanging in there. Do the, you remember what he did to the Ravens last year? He threw for over 900 yards. Yeah. He had a 440 and a 521. <laughs> can, can I interest you in, can I interest okay. you in that? All right, so my point is, he is in position. Yes, yes. yes. That's what I'm saying. No, it's not, it's not it, uh, okay. uh, a foregone right. conclusion that Mahomes wins this thing. All right, so suffer me this. I'm in a tricky, awkward position oh, here okay. because I despise the Philadelphia Eagles, and I have since I was a little <laughs> kid. I just don't like them. I don't mind the Giants. I don't hate the team that used to be called that name that right. I grew up watching right. in Washington. But these guys... I just don't like them. There was no threat to you. Why? The Eagles? Yeah. Threat? Do, do you remember Dick Vermeil? Yeah, do well, I, I Ron do. Ron Well, I remember that. Do you remember the, 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 Montgomery? The NFC Championship game. But they, oh, knocked, they knocked you guys out. They ended God, up going to the, It was like 10 below windshield. Yeah. And Tony Hill winds up with a pulled hamstring and won't go. And the locker room was furious at him. Anyway, that was the screaming Eagles. That but, was, I, but I thought, you, you know, there's something about the Cowboys and I know. That was the rivalry. And then you had the Giants. But it was a respectful rivalry with the Giants right. because it's hard to hate them because they're a cornerstone franchise. Coach Landry was the defensive coordinator for those, those teams he at the was. Giants, so he came there. And correct. I'm sure he bought a brought something that, okay, I want to beat these guys, so forth and so on. Yeah. So, but I'm surprised that – Buddy Ryan? Yeah. Remember Buddy well, Ryan? Well, Buddy put the, uh, the bounty out on you guys. Okay. They put the bounty <laughs> on you, oh, you kicker. I don't know. I did. They, they sacked Troy. They knocked Troy out. If I'm not mistaken, did. I think they knocked Troy out of the game. Yes, they did. Okay. I've just never liked them. <laughs> I don't like their uniforms. I don't like anything about them. But – I love their current now injured quarterback. I just love him. Right. I love what he's made of. He, he's everything that's right about professional sports to me because not only does he have a strong character and football backbone, but as, as you've pointed out, man, he had to go figure it out. Yes. He had to work his tail off yes. to say, I'm going to get better right. at this because this is what quarterbacks do. Right. They throw the, we, we knew he could run with yes. it. We knew he could lift the whole weight room. Right. We got that. But – Man, that release now is sweet. It's right over the top, and it is deadly accurate. He is really good. Yes. And he took a 9-8 and eight team to 13-1. and one. And I slept on this last night, and then I woke up thinking about Jalen Hurts. I, I hurt for him. It, this is terrible because mm-hmm. Sirianni said yesterday he wants to play. Yeah. Well, well, does that surprise you? No. 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 And, and we both agreed Sirianni is going to have to say no. Yes. And I assume he said no to him. Somebody said no to him. Well, Jeffrey Lurie probably called that and said He no, may no, have. You, okay. You, 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 you it know may have been. It, it right? might have been Howie Roseman. It could have been yeah. somebody but, from upstairs might yeah. have just said, Nick, right. no. 
No, right. we're not going to risk this, okay? Yeah. I hate it for Jalen Hurts because I thought he was, and again, I'm a fan, maybe I'm not objective, but I thought he was running away with MVP. And the truth is, now that we know what we know, that he's not going to play tomorrow at Jerry World, now I look back at what he did after he got hurt at Chicago, mm-hmm. and it almost validates for me that he was running away with MVP because after he got his shoulder fallen upon, right. which is why we have that rule in the pocket that you can't body Land weight, weight people, yep. okay, but he was running with the football, and he got body weighted right. by a 290-pounder, and you know the rest of the story, except he, jumped, he didn't go to the tent. He didn't go to the sideline. He jumped up and went to the huddle. Next play, he throws a pass complete to Devontae. Next play, he throws another pass complete to A.J. He winds up, after getting hurt, going 7 of 10 for 110 yards. That's late third quarter, all fourth quarter. He ran on fourth and three for a first down. He ran for a touchdown. He ran for a two-point conversion, all with a hurt shoulder. Right. Let's just call it a sprained Sprain. shoulder. Yeah. I, maybe there's other stuff right. going on in there, right. but let's just call it a sprained yeah, shoulder. Joint. Okay. Yeah. He did all that with the sprained AC joint. And that should validate to to everyone that through the game last Sunday, he's the MVP of the league. They were 9-8, and and now they're 13-1. And And I'm going to demonstrate one more time. The one came at the hands of rival Washington. Yeah. And it was on Monday night football Mm -hmm. at Philadelphia. Yes. When they were fly eagles flying high, right? Mm -hmm. And you could see Washington's a talented football team. I don't care what you say. They just got a lot of talent. They have quarterback issues, but they got talent. Okay? Was it Jalen Hurts' fault that night? Well, not only that, but I thought he played very much well enough to win the game because if we could see the three big plays in question, he throws a ball to A.J., in the first quarter, if we could see this, a deep ball. And help me out here. Is this not a good throw? Because it, it hits A.J. right in the hands and he bobbles and the defender takes it away. Okay? It, it, it's, a, it's a sweet throw. It, it's on time. It's on target. And it hits him. It, if you yeah. see the close-up, it, 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 it hits both of his hands and he kind of pops yeah. it up in the air. And the DBs, it's, it, it's a scary throw because it's, it's double covered. Right. But, but it – it could have gotten home, okay? So that's the first one. Then we go to the Dallas Goddard play that ended, that, that, that sent him out for the, the next five games. Remember, it's the face mask play, if we could see this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and again, Jalen hits him, and this is a huge play in the game because he gets his mask yanked, and they wind up with the football. And they did. He got the same injury that Jalen Hurst got. Look at the dead weight on his shoulder, Skip. Big, Look at this. Boom. Okay, he got body weight. <laughs> yep. Yep, Okay. So, again, that's not Jalen's fault, no. and then it's a turnover, right? It goes the other way, and he loses his tight end. And, by the way, don't underestimate. At least Patrick has had the greatest receiving tight end, yeah. I think, in football history. No no offense to what you did because you were up there. No, nah, the he, he, he passed me. Okay, well, he is really good because he's not even a tight end to me. I don't know. He just <laughs> looks like he's a flexed-out wide right. receiver. I don't, I don't know. But, 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 Skip, if you look at it, like, now Mahomes is throwing to Juju, and, and yeah. Juju has played well for him. And MVS, uh, Valdez Scanlon, and Justin Watson. Yeah. That's not AJ Brown. Okay. That's not Devontae. Okay, I got that's it. not that's not T, that's not T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and yep. Boyd. That's not any of those guys. And he's number one across the board. Skip, and it's gonna be hard. Let me, let me take, say this. It's gonna be very hard. The voters are gonna look. Now, 
he has the outside chance of beating Peyton Manning most passing yards in a season. Mm -hmm. This man throws for 5,500 yards. Okay. He gets 41, 42 touchdowns. He's, they lost what, three games? He ends the season at 14 and three. Skip, they're not going to give that award to anyone else but Patrick Mahomes. All right. Final play on that Monday night at Philadelphia. That cost them the football game. It's the Quez Watkins play because it's 26 to 21 Washington at this point. And help me out on this play. Does it not have touchdown written all Yeah, all they do is keep running. I don't know why he goes to the ground. He doesn't trust his hands. That's why he rolls to the ground. Ball's See, down, and yeah. then he says, oh, maybe I should run, and he gets stripped. And the ball is recovered, clear down at the 15. You can see how deep he was yes, in Washington yeah. territory. So, but Skip, all he has to do is just keep running. What did he go to the ground for? Run. Because he doesn't trust his hands. That's why he wanted to make sure he catches. So okay. you, just, you just keep running. You're going to go into the end zone. Okay, so if you do, even going to the ground, at least hang on to it and stay down yeah, and don't field get stripped. Worst case scenario. You worst case. You're, you're back in the game, mm-hmm. but you lose the game because you don't make that play. Right. Well, so I just showed you the three plays in question that yeah. turn the game. Right. And I, I can't fault Jalen. So that's the only loss. on th- that. If you get all the breaks in that game, if they do call the face mask correctly, and if Quez does run through the catch and, and catches it and keeps running with it because right. he can fly, is it possible they could be, dare I say, 14-0 and zero right yeah. now? Okay, mm-hmm. it's very possible. I, I feel bad for Jalen Hurts that it feels like, because the odds flipped around, it feels like he lost because he's, he can't play. Yeah. Well, well, that just seems like a default, yeah. right? Okay, well, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, is it possible? I don't know what his status is going to be. That they got the Saints and the Giants left at home. Depending on what happens with Gardner Minshew right. tomorrow at Jerry World, I, I don't know. Who who knows? You could do all kinds of hypotheticals. But what what if they? What if I'm right? What if they lose decisively? And Jalen says, "Look, I, I'm going to be fine." And they say, "Let's let you go against the Saints. Saints. Let's let you play a half against the Giants." What if he plays very well in those two games? Could he climb back to the top of this? He could. I bet. I just think, Skip, the thing is with uh, these guys, the fact that he's missing the game, and you like to think both of the guys are going to probably throw one or two touchdowns if we be conservative. Yep. So now all of a sudden, that's 36, 37 touchdowns. That's 32, 33, 34 touchdowns. 300. Just give Mahomes his average, he's going to be right there on the cusp of 5,000 yards. Okay, but I'm going back to record, and I'm not surprised what Patrick is doing because of his offense and because of that tight end. But I give you Tyreek. I di- I was skeptical going yeah. into the season. Tyreek has 1,523 was- yards. He does. That's yeah. what they took. They took 1,500 yep. yards away from him. Okay, but are you surprised that Kansas City is what? Are, what's their record? Three? Uh, they, they lost. They, what? Uh, they're 12. 11, yeah, 11, 11 and three. three. 11 and three. Yeah. Okay. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised by that because. They still they have a system in place a that lot, he can operate. But a lot of people thought they would, because you look at the additions that the Raiders made. Yep. They get they get Devontae. They get a new head coach who's who's borderline genius as far as calling plays. You saw the additions. I thought so. You saw the additions that the Chargers made defensively. Yep. JC Jackson, Khalil Mack. I agree. You saw it and you yep. see you know it, Justin Herbert, with those receivers. They got Eckler. They got the big Mike Williams. They got uh uh Keenan Allen. Allen. Yep. So they uh, so you're like, the Broncos make the trade they for did. Russell Wilson. Yep. So you say, well, hey, everybody else got better. What is the big addition that the what, that uh, Kansas City made? Juju? Justin Watson? No. So, and everybody, and, but Skip, and he's, 
I think the thing is, Skip, we, 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 we take this kid for granted. Because I don't think we realize just how – because the numbers are always there. They're, they're 4,800, 37 touchdowns, 38 okay, touchdowns. But, but now he's getting in, like, Jordan territory yes. right? where, where, where he could just win it every year. No, I think the thing is that you get tired of him. you like – because he makes it look so easy. Because he's doing things, you're like, it's not fair. Okay. And so we, we judge him. Skip, I mean, he's 38 touchdowns. I mean, he, okay. what? I, I get all that. I, but now, to defend Jalen Hurts, I got to do nitpicks. And these are nitpicks. But he did end that game at Indy with an yeah. interception. And I just thought it was a bad idea. It's, it's carelessness on his part, if we just see it real quick, because you're almost in field goal range. The throw would have put you in field goal range. And Stefan makes a play, but it's just a kind of a quick sidearm flip that's careless because – there's too much traffic there. It's well, a bad idea. Well, he worked the wrong time. He yeah. should have went to the top. Yeah, he should have went to the top with Scantlin and and and, and uh, Kels. Okay, and then in the Buffalo game, he got careless in the second quarter and careless at the end. If we could see the two plays, because it's a big game. It's it's one of those you know the two faces of the league now. The new faces are playing. This is in the um, second quarter. Just it, it's just he he's pulled off so many of those. There's the interception that ended the game. Everything sidearm careless. Okay, he gets away with a lot of it because they're globetrotter plays, and that's what everybody wants to see. But if I have to nitpick, I still have to go back and say, okay, but you did end these two games with interceptions. Right. But I, the, the the rest of the numbers are staggering. And the game, are, but you have to also understand yeah. the game-winning drive that he's put together yeah. to win games. Yeah, no, he's been sensational as usual. Yeah, and. It, it doesn't seem like anybody's burned out on him. I, I thought he would be – Skip, I, I, did not see, I did not see him being tops in the league, not losing Tyreek. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, look, I say Tyreek's going to be good. I don't think he'll have as many deep balls. Yeah. Uh, and he's surprised – and he's been good as advertised, better yeah. than advertised. And Mahomes is like, How? You can't lose that kind of production because Tyreek had, what, 1,100 yards, had 11, yeah. 111 catches, yeah. uh, uh, 13, 14, 1,500 yards last year. Yeah. You can't lose that kind of production. But he's at the top again. He's 400, almost 500 yards clear as far as yards. But you realize God doesn't like your argument because our lights are starting to flicker because he's saying, Shannon, no, 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 uh-uh. nope. I'm telling you, Skip, my homeboy, he's special. I, 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 you you got to get going again, though, Skip. So is Jalen in his own way. Oh, well, all of them. Joe Burrow is not like right. Joe Burrow is Fettuccine. All right. Whew. You could make a case for any of the three. That's for sure, guys. Patrick Mahomes getting the point. He's just stacking accolade after accolade. He enters this game with 20 consecutive completions. The NFL record's 25. Oh, so yeah, we're going to get that. Easily I ain't going over check downs until I get that record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get that Gentlemen, record, Gentlemen, is it time for the Patriots Speaking of quarterbacks, to make a big change, we'll break it all yeah. down on the other side We're of this break. Quarterback. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. 
VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Patriots are 7-7, seven and seven, right there even at 500, currently on the outside looking in when it comes to a playoff spot. When asked if Mac Jones would get the start this week against the Cincinnati Bengals, Bill Belichick simply said, yeah, the plan is to try to beat Cincinnati. Former Patriots Julian Edelman and Vince Wilfork both publicly took issue this week with Mac Jones' negative attitude on the sidelines this year. Unusual drama for the Patriots. Shannon, how much blame does Mac Jones deserve for this 7-7 seven and seven record? I ain't getting no blame. Earlier this year in September, Bill Belichick told Dan Shaughnessy of the Boston Globe that if Matt Patricia and Joe Judge don't succeed this season, they should place the blame on him. Who's the offensive coordinator? Who's the jack legs that's trying to call plays that's never called an offensive play before in their life? It's one Matt Patricia. Let Matt Patricia call plays for the defense. Let Joe Judge navigate the special teams. But you put them in position where he can succeed, and then you blame the man that had great success last year for not succeeding this year. Skip, check these numbers out. Now, the win-loss record, we know what it was. They went to the playoff. They were 10-7. Mac Jones had 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, had a QBR of 51. He's 5-6 and six now. He's thrown seven, interceptions, seven touchdowns, eight interceptions, has a QBR of 30. Not 30, 30. Now, points scored. scored there were sixth in points scored last year. Yeah. They're 17th in this year. Yeah. How about red zone, Skip? They were second in red zone offense last year. They're dead last this year. 10th and 3rd down, 29th this year. And we're going to blame that. That's still Mac Jones. What has changed? The people that's in place that call the plays. Yep. You can't expect me. You cannot put me in position where I can't succeed and then blame me for not succeeding. <laughs> Look what you put around him. Look what you've done to this man. Or blame him for complaining about it on yes. the field. Right? Oh, then they take issue. Yeah. Or I show... You should have did that with Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's great. I sure would have loved to see a defensive coordinator call plays for it <laughs> that had no idea there's a difference between team uh, 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 calling plays to attack and then calling plays reacting. No way. Come on, man. man this is some bull jive. And I get it. I get the Patriots way, Skip. The Patriots way is, oh, we don't do anything on the sideline. But the one thing I will say this, the one thing that Julian Edelman and Vince Wolfrick never had to worry about was having people in position that didn't know what the hell they were doing. That's true. I wonder how Julian Edelman would have reacted if Joe Judge and, 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 and Matt Patricia was calling plays. I wonder how Vince Wolfrick would have reacted if Bill O'Brien and Josh McDaniel was calling plays for him. <laughs> Probably be a little different. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, look, I get it. 
the full level of frustration. But sometimes, Skip, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a, I'm a very emotional guy. But I was very, con- I was very conscious because I know there was 80,000 fans in the stands and they were looking for me to throw my helmet and stuff like that. Yep. Didn't try to do that. Didn't want to call anybody out because I didn't want nobody to show me up. But, man, at some point in time, y'all got people thinking I all of a sudden forgot how to play quarterback. Mm. When you got people in position that's never done what they're doing. Yep. Skip, at the NFL level, let that sink in. I can see if they went to college. That's college. Yep. We've, I've seen guys that were uh, coaches that were D-line coaches all of a sudden become an O-line coach. Mm-hmm. Or an O-line coach, you go a D-line coach. Or a DB coach that was a wide receiver coach. I get it. Skip, as a matter of fact, Mike Nolan came to us. Mike Nolan was the wide receiver coach in my last year. Was he? Yes. Yeah. And then after I left, he became the defensive coordinator because Marvin Lewis left. Jack Real left. He became the D.C. So I get that. But Skip, to call plays? He, the Brian Miller can't put Mike Nolan in here call plays now. <laughs> man, that's some – come on, man. That's 1,000% Coach Belichick. Because guess what, Skip? When they was having success, who did I give the line share of credit to? I ain't give it to Tom Brady. Mm. I gave it to Bill Belichick. You did. So now all of a sudden this thing goes to hell in a handbasket. Let's blame Mac Jones. Nah, I'm going to blame him because I gave him the credit when it went good. Okay, fair enough. Before I launch, quick point on Mac Jones. I liked him in the draft. You said you liked him because he is the readiest to play. And he proved last year he was the readiest to play. They did make the playoffs. You're right. They got blown off the field by Buffalo. What was it, 47 to 17? 17, yeah. And they didn't punt. (laughs) But I believe that what I said about Mac Jones will always apply, which is you're you're always going to be left a little frustrated with him because he's just here. And unfortunately, he's trying to replace the guy who was there. Correct. It's it's just not even fair. You might drive. That's why. Here we go again. Okay, I'm going to hold it here. Sorry about that. Which one is this? You got it right there. Okay, there we go. Okay, so Mac Jones. He is what he is and isn't. Right. Going forward, that's what you're going to have to put up with. And he will always frustrate you a little bit, Patriot Nation, because he can only go this far. Right. He can't go where the other guy No, no, no. Okay, in leadership, in intangibles, he's closer to Zach Wilson than he is to Tom Brady because – he, he's a little bit internal. He's a little bit of himself. And he does get irritated and angry and complaining. But Brady got irritated and angry and complained at some of his teammates for not living up to what he right. needed done. But this is him getting irritated at Matt Patricia. Yeah. He's not irritated at the he receivers. He's stop with a quick right? game. It sucks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he's yelling and, and what, what's Julian's phrase? He, his pissy faces. He's got a lot of pissy face out right. there. But it's not aimed at teammates. Right. It's, it's about what's happening. Right. All right. Now back to Belichick. I did first guess this at the first of the year. I said, this is insane. Crazy. And, and it felt like Belichick wanted to go Tom Landry where, where I, I can do it on both sides of the ball. He but he was to, to Tom Landry's credit. Tom Landry was a defensive coordinator. He was. For the Giants. He was. Uh, 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 Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi was the offensive coordinator for the Giants. For so. the Giants. Okay. But then Tom said, no, I did that, and I'm going to actually invent a defense called the, the flex, flex defense, and I'll still oversee it. But I'm going to call my own play. And you can't tell me that Belichick isn't calling plays in, in overseeing, like, let's right. run it, let's pass it. And again, then, wait a second, he appoints Matt, Coach Pencil, Matt Patricia? Right. 
to actually call the plays and right. game plan and mm-hmm. call the play. Belichick's overseeing and he's got a big hand in it. Right. But wait, you make the special teams coordinator who was the head coach of the Giants, you make him the quarterback coach, Joe Judge? Are you kidding? That man don't know the difference between hey, a screenplay and a screen doesn't. porch, and he going to be the he quarterback doesn't. coach. And, and now it's turned into a sad comedy it, because, listen, if it were anybody but that coach. He got fired. And, and plus the NFL world would be clowning him yes. over this. Yes. They, they'd be saying, what are you doing? But, but right now it's, it's a little bit hands-off Belichick. And yet for Julian and Wolfork, I'm saying, guys, I, I get what you're doing, but, yeah. but you're complaining about the product of Matt Patricia and Bill Belichick, right. which is Mac Jones with pissy face, right? right? right. Well, well, he's only reacting to the, the situation he's been unfortunately thrust into yeah. that's almost unwinnable. I, I wonder, if, I wonder if, 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 if Edelman had the D-line coach as his position coach all of a sudden, how he would be reacting. Yeah, okay. Because that's what that guy, you, you got a guy that's never called plays at the highest level. Right. And – Again, Mac Jones can't live up to Brady in no, leading not. the locker room. It's, that's what Brady did. He was the buffer between Belichick and the rest well, of the but, team. But that was the problem, though. Belichick wanted the buffer out of there. But he Brady, did. Uh, uh, okay. Belichick wanted more control. Okay, and it's because he says, I've done this. I got six Super Bowls, yes. and I'm going into my 70s, and I want the opportunity to show you I, I can, can do it my him. way. Yeah. I can win without him. Mm-hmm. And he is trying, and I believe he's getting exposed without Brady. Okay. It reminds me of the, remember the classic story, the emperor has no clothes. Yes. Do, do you know the stories? Okay, so, so the emperor thinks that he's got beautiful clothes because these guys are designing clothes and, and he actually has it's no nothing. clothes. But all the yes people around right him, there. all of his loyal subjects are saying, <laughs> you look so good, king. And he's parading around. He's naked. Right. Well, well, to me, the emperor is starting to have no clothes in New England good. because He's trying to do things that he's not capable of, and he's trying to appoint his most loyal lieutenants, his yes men. These guys, these are his most loyal, especially Matt Patricia. Correct. And he's putting them in power and in positions that they have no business in. Correct. And the the loser, the biggest loser, is the quarterback. Thank you. It's impossible. And he said, I think these are great coaches. I'm not arguing with you, but at what they do. Defensive coordinating. Yep. uh, Special teams coordinating. Yep. I think Aaron Donald is a phenomenal defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. I think he's terrible at a guard, offensive guard. <laughs> so that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to take people yep. that, that's never done something and put them in position. Why? Because of your ego, you don't really trust anybody. Mm-hmm. And so now, because it's bad, Skip, it's not often that Josh McDaniels, uh, Matt Patricia, and Joe Judge are really the only guys that leave and never been able to come back. Bill O'Brien never came back. No. None of the other guys never came back. I don't know if it was by their choice or by Belichick's Yeah, he just said, I don't know. Look, the man did the – he's not – look, Coach Belichick makes you – he makes it easy for you to root for the opposing team, no matter what you think of the players. Because I I like the the players, but it's him and his actions. He's just nasty. The things that – the way he's orchestrated and been able to get away with because he's won six Super Bowls, cutting the guy the night before the game. His parents, everybody's flying the time skip night before the Super Bowl. You gonna cut the man for a defensive lineman that doesn't even play. And then Malcolm Butler doesn't play. Yeah, come on, I don't man. know what that's about. And then yesterday, he he won't even vouch for the young quarterback. Yeah. He, he won't even give him a vote of confidence. We're going one game at a time. Right. You know, they're on to Cincinnati because they got to deal with. Well, Cincinnati he tried. He home. thought Billy. He thought Billy Zappi could do it. And yeah. then he saw Billy Zappi because he oh he wanted. To, 
because they want to skip. When you make moves like this, he like I'm always playing chess. You guys are playing checkers. I know, I know. Tom Brady, I did this with Tom. I'm gonna do it with Bailey Zappi. Yada. Yeah. No, you're not. That's a once in a lifetime thing. What you did. Yeah. You're never gonna. That's Michael Jackson and Thriller. Yes. You're never gonna have an album sell 100 no. million copies. No. You're never gonna get another Tom Brady. I don't care who you draft, where you draft them. You're not getting that. Well, good luck. It's a tough task this week, too, guys, with the Bengals coming to Foxborough. Joe Burrow, 14, or uh, excuse me, 12 and 4 on the road in road games, dating back wow. to last season, averaging a passer rating of 102.3. All right, guys, let's talk a little Dak Prescott now. What should we expect from him tomorrow versus that Eagles defense? Skip and Shannon unpack that when Undisputed returns. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, so Dak Prescott's going to get his first action against the Eagles this season. Tomorrow, right here on Fox. Since week seven, Dak leads the NFL in interceptions, though, with ten, including two in the Cowboys' loss last week to the Jaguars. That could prove expensive against this Eagles D. Shannon, what do you expect from Dak tomorrow? What? He he lead the league in interceptions since he returned? Mm. You ain't tell me that. Since he returned. You been holding that information. You knew this? Yes. Well, I'm not going to give it to you. Why not? You don't need any more ammo. That's what we do. We share information. No, we don't. <laughs> we try to win arguments. <laughs> I'm expecting Dak to be what I've seen Dak be over a seven-year time span, which is a large sample size. I expect him to be inconsistent. I'm expecting him, expecting him to have a turnover or two. Look. You want to be playing your best football. You said Coach Landry told you you want to streak into the playoffs. I know through my experience you want to really be playing well. Now, that's not always been the case. Baltimore, we go into the playoffs. I think we we won our last eight games of the regular season. I think that's what happened. And then we obviously we went through the playoffs. Uh, one year in, one year in uh, Denver, I think we lost three or four. Mm-hmm. Headed into the, the playoffs, and we you know we get it rewrite the ship. So it's really you never you just want to be healthy. You can be you can be streaking all you want to, but if you're not healthy, it's gonna be short. It's gonna mm. be a short run. Yep. You're on high alert. Mm. Now you get you said you just told me your guy's been leading the league in turnovers since he since since he got back. That should that should cause you some concern because you know you in, pay in interceptions. In interceptions, yeah. mm-hmm. you know you, you pay double for interceptions. Mm. Uh, seven picks in his last four four starts. He's thrown multiple interceptions four times this season. Seventeen touchdowns, eleven picks. Mm. I don't think that's good. Mm. The Eagles defense, number two overall, first against the pass, best number one in sacks, best pan, uh, a pair of cornerbacks, uh, uh, tandem cornerbacks. I like the Eagles. I'm expecting Dak to give me at least at bare. I know I'm gonna get one. I already know I go into the game playing Dak. Just be ready. You know he's gonna do one. Like you play like when they play Brett. Mm. He gonna throw it to us now. We just gotta make sure we catch it. He gonna give us one, at least one, really, possibly two. I believe. Dak Prescott is about to clean up his act. 
I believe he will have zero turnovers in huh? this game. Zero turnovers. I, I'll I'll put a case on that. I do it right now for I'll do one case for zero turnovers. Bet you want it? it? Bet it. Okay. I want it. Okay. He has zero turnovers. I want it. He gonna turn it okay. over. The ball has to. It has to be his fault, right? I'm not talking about CD catches a pass and gets stripped. No, 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 no. Okay. He has always played pretty to very well against the Eagles. He's, he's had some of his biggest yardage games against the Eagles. Do you remember that chance when they had a chance to win the division? They went to Philadelphia. Did he play well there? It was a stinker. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was cold and it was windy, and he did not play well, but he hadn't played well the whole bleeping year. Remember, after he and Jerry went to quote-unquote contractual war when they were, you know, they, they remember it was after the first three games. It looked like it was done. Jerry said it's imminent, and all of a sudden he and his agent said, nope. Yeah. We're going back to the table on this one because my guy is leading the league in QBR after three games. And then the rest of the year, it was, it was, it was bad. horrible. It was bad to watch, and it ended poorly at Philadelphia. I will give you that. But I, I agree with Jerry, and I don't often agree with Jerry on this show. I thought Dak played well enough to win the game at Jacksonville. I think you're underestimating, the world is underestimating just how bad or good he was at Jacksonville because he had – a QBR that was considerably better than Trevor Lawrence's QBR, remember? But what to your naked eye, did he play better than Trevor Lawrence? To your naked eye. Okay, my naked eye said that the last pass of the game hit Noah Brown right in the hands, the worst place possible, and he pops it up. Why are you throwing to Noah Jacobs. Brown in that situation? I don't know. I mean, Noah Brown's made a lot of big catches. He made a bunch of big ones for Cooper Rush. The mere fact that you talk about you throwing okay. to Noah, that's your third receiver. You do realize that, right? Okay? okay, and I'm glad you brought that up because I neglected to bring this up in our opening segment. They did sign a 33-year-old Jerry Rice of a receiver. <laughs> His name is T.Y. Hilton, and they said he's in great shape. I was surprised he didn't dress for Jacksonville, but he did not. I'm, I'm just guessing they saved here. They saved him for the Eagles? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to guess he plays in this game, okay. and I'm going to guess he catches, I don't know, two, three balls that are big balls. Jerry said, I need somebody who will be at the right place at the right time in a big game, in a big moment, and this is for So what the hell is Gallup going to do? Oh, he didn't do anything. Yeah, no, so can, you, what happened. can you tell me why? I, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, Noah Brown took his reps. <laughs> took his reps. Yeah, well, he did. Okay, but think about what Dak did. He had a QBR of 72 at Jacksonville. It's, it's really good. I don't know And how. they were 9 of 16 on third down. That is really yeah. good. That'll win a lot of games. What about the other team? Were they 8 okay. or 12? Mm-hmm. They were 8 or 12. Okay, but 9 of 16 is pretty good. Yes, but- okay? And so, to me, this is Dak's moment, and I believe he will have by far his best game. I think he will throw for 300 against the, the two best cornerbacks in football, and I think – C.D. Lamb is going to be feed the beast feasting. I, I believe I those, those corners. I just said it. He made the Pro Bowl. He is big time. I, I as, as great as big play Slay is, I don't think he's going to shut him out. No, I we think, don't shut him out. We just go hold him down. Okay, hold him down to what? We let him get like four, five catches, about forty yards. About forty. How about a hundred yards? No, they have triple happening. digits. Dude. Okay, I got three hundred and one hundred. Dak three hundred and C.D. one hundred. Because this is the moment, this is a team that they're going to go up and down the field on this team in ways that are going to shock you. And the Eagles, are we talking about the same Eagles team? Yes, the Eagles are going to write it off as, well, we had one bad game. And that's what you, you, you'll, you'll be able to rationalize it as one bad game. But my team is going to explode on that team 
tomorrow you, at Jerry World. You know this is going to really hurt. Yep. Because losing to Jalen no, Hurts is one thing. No. Losing to Garner Minshew is something entirely different. Okay. We neglected because we got so off track in our opening segment. We didn't get to the final score, and I want to hear what your final score is because I, you, I, I gave score. you four. Did you give it? I gave 30-27. Oh, you did. You did 30-27, but it hasn't changed since nope. then. I thought nope. maybe it would change. Nah. Okay, you got 30-27. What you, what you I'm got? going big on this. I say Dak Prescott will get to 32 points in this game and win 32-17. to 32-17. to 17. Ain't happening. I got a 15-point victory. I, I got – Statement. I got showcase. I yeah, got. Garner Minshew gonna make a statement. No, he won't. I got this. He, he'll make a statement is that I, I'm a good backup quarterback. Exactly. And yeah. I'm a good backup quarterback. When you see all this talent around me, <laughs> yeah, do what it do. <clears throat> He's gonna be on his back five times. Ooh, boss man, fast in trouble. Mm. Devontae Adam, Devontae Adam, Devontae Smith might go for two bills. You think so? He might. Okay. Well, I'll put a case on that that he didn't go for two bills. And I think they will, with Gardner Minshew, try to run it and run it. And I think we will keep their running attack to a low roar in this game. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't keep Jacksonville to no low roar. No, but we were not focused on Jacksonville. Y'all didn't we were keep, focused on the Eagles. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't keep Green Bay to no low roar. No, but we had them dead to rights at 28-14, to 14, and we took our foot off the gas. The, the foot will get tromped on the gas. Think about that. Game. Y'all had them 28-14, and they were still running the ball at will on y'all. Yeah, well. I've told you, if you look at our body of work this year, it just screams better than you think, better than you think, better than you think. Yeah, yeah looking at your body of work, you're over eight early on and got these bloated stats. Really? And now you've been now you're malnourished. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mike has been sick, but he's going to make Gardner Minshew even sicker. Yeah. He better stay away from Lane Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, Lane Johnson, they gave him give, giving up a sack. I don't know when. Mm-hmm. I think I was like 12 last time Lane Johnson gave really? up a sack. Yeah. Okay. And, don't, and Kelsey, I mean, you know Kelsey. You know he ain't getting nothing there. Dickerson, mm. Landon Dixon, I think. That, Dickerson. Dickerson, yeah. Dickerson. Mm. They ain't getting nothing. My lot of like 6'9". Mm. Five sacks. I got five sacks. They get sacks. five sacks. My team's going to get five sacks. They got Kroger's, they got Kroger's safe ways in uh, Dallas. That's the only sack. <laughs> grocery? Do, yeah. Oh, okay. You ain't getting no sacks on the football field. Yeah, we're going to get five. What why ain't y'all doing? Because Gardner Minshew's going to try to play hero. No, no, you don't need to. He don't need to be hero. He don't need to, he, hey, he don't need to put that cape on. Yeah. He don't need to put that cape on. Yeah. Let A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. let Sanders, let Devontae, let Goddard, let all those guys do that heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. This time, Dak plays more like a fourth overall pick than a fourth round draft choice yeah. that he was. You, you you think that he's more toward the fourth-round draft pick. Yeah. You, you think that his seven body of work, it tells you he's middle-of-the-pack Dak. Yeah. And too often he is. But in, in some big games, and this one will be the big game, he plays like a world beater. He no, plays he like no, a don't. pro bowler. No, he don't. This will be his big game of the Garden year. Garner you let that thing work. See, Garner yeah. Skip, I want to be one day. I want to have so much money I can pay somebody to go work out for me. Yep. And my body change. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Well, that Garner you. If you can invent that, you can make a lot of money. Because uh, I know people pay for that with this kid. Yes, they will pay for that. that. Do yeah. they pay for that? <laughs> These people out here in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah they pay for that. that game, too. Yeah, yeah, they pay for that. I'm, I'm going to do it. You could retire from All right, Chan, in the interest <laughs> nope. of full disclosure, yes. a little discovery for you. The Eagles' defense does lead the league in three categories, turnover ratio, sacks, and pass defense. So this is going to be a good one in? tomorrow, that's Takeaways. for sure. <laughs> Dak has his work cut out for him. Minshew, don't, t- throw, don't give it All right, guys, him. let's move on to Deion Sanders. How quickly let's. do you think he can get things turned around in Colorado? Ooh. That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. 
Deion Sanders certainly has his work cut out for him. He's trying to turn around that Colorado program. It went 1-11 last season. Deion already landed cornerback Travis Hunter in the transfer portal. Hunter was the number one recruit in 2022. Deion said in a video this week, quote, I love where we are. We've got a few surprises coming. Ooh, that's intriguing. Shannon, I loved this edition of your podcast. You were able to sit down with Dion. You have the inside scoop now. What's realistic to expect from Dion at Colorado? We want to win. He got to win. It's as simple as that, Skip. And he understands. Sooner than later. Sooner than later. Yeah, he will. Right. I think it'll take him a, probably a year, at least a year or two, because you got to get your guys in there. They're not, everybody's not going to enter the transfer portal to leave, even though he did give that proclamation like, hey, this is a different era. There's a, a different way we do business. He understands college football is all about recruiting. Kirby Smart has done an unbelievable job. But Kirby, Kirby Smart is getting thir- uh, uh, 10 and 12, five, four and five-star recruits. And a bunch of them come from the state of Georgia, Georgia. where you grew up. He, he, you, you, you can't do that just in Colorado. No, 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 Not no, enough. no. You got to go. But he has the reach. He has the tentacles. Yeah. He is prime time. He is coach prime. He has the ability to go. Now, he brought, he brought Travis Hunter with him. He's the number one transfer uh, prospect in the transfer portal. Yep. They flipped a guy, a uh, running back that was supposed to go to Notre Dame, a they four-star. Did. They flipped uh, uh, Hopkins, a four-star wide yep. receiver. He supposed was to go to Auburn. Yep. Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's got his sights set on a five-star that, that no-showed at signing day for the University of Miami. He did. If he can land him, he brought his son, Shadour, the quarterback. Skip, I, I think he's going about it the right way, but he wants a specific type of a guy. Smart, fast. Discipline, character, all those things. But I think it's going to take him at least two years mm-hmm. before he get a lot more of his guys, get a lot more of these four- and five-star recruits because I'm telling you, he can, he can coach, and he's got a good job. I mean, he brought Zim with him, got the guy from Alabama, a big defensive yeah, coordinator. He was the associate was defensive coordinator at Alabama. at Alabama. Alabama? Kent State brought the guy. I think he was the head coach. He was the head coach, and he's going to coordinate O-O-C. the offense. Yep. Okay, so, and my man Dennis Thurman, Thurman came with yep, him to yep. kind of oversee things. Yep, yep, yep. So that's it's it's all about that, Skip. Uh, but I think I love his attitude. Like I said, I, I've been no, I've been knowing him for such a long time. We've been come, we're like brothers now because we talk every day. Except the time that he was going through, it, he mentioned in the podcast about he had almost lost his life, ended up losing two toes, almost lost his leg. But Skip, I, Colorado, it's not it's not easy because it's not like. A state rich in talent, football no, talent like not. Georgia, mm-hmm. or Florida, or California, Texas. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to re- hit the recruiting trail. Yep. And you're going to have to convince some of them guys. Coach McCarthy did it in the 90s. McCartney, yep. Coach McCarthy. Yep. He went to Texas and got yep. Alfred Williams and Canavis McGee. He came out here to Colorado and yep. got the enemy and J.J. Flanagan and, go, uh, and got Cordell. So you can do it. You're Chad Brown. You get the Chad Brown. They you won get the, the national, national championship. championship. And they were per- mm-hmm. they were a, a powerhouse in yep. the early 90s. Mm-hmm. He, time is going to try to replicate that. And I believe he can do it. He just has to get the – he's got a great coaching staff. Get a couple few more recruits. Sky's the limit. So I'm glad you had him on your podcast because I had the privilege, the honor of covering him j- just for a couple of years in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But he is the rarest of human beings. He is. And whatever he chooses to do, it's going to work. Right. Because he's got the magic Midas touch to him. And now he has thrust himself in, into the eye of the college football storm where I, I think even Coach Saban and Coach Harbaugh, they're looking sideways saying, uh-oh, mm-hmm. is he coming? Right. Yep, he's coming. He's coming for all of you. 
And I believe that within five years, he could win a national championship at Colorado. Maybe that's even too long. Maybe I should do four years. Right. But he is off to a flying start for all the reasons you just detailed. Travis Hunter is big time. He's the, the best addition that Colorado has ever had yes. in its football history. Right. And I watched that bowl game that they played. They lost in overtime. Celebration but, bowl. But, but listen, Shadur to Travis Hunter, it tied the game. It was just, listen, Travis oh, Hunter is big time. Yes. And, and he's only going to be a sophomore, so Dion's got him for two more years at Colorado. Yes. You, you have an opening in the pack, whatever we're going to call it, because USC and UCLA USC. have one more year, yeah. and then they're going yeah. to the Big Ten. Right. And I assume that's going to happen. And he has Willie Taggart on his staff, who won, I think, seven or eight ball games at Oregon. Okay. Yep. And so he, so knows, he knows how to navigate, okay, the, right. how, what, what's this conference about? Okay. So the beautiful thing yesterday was they added 24 new players, 14 high school recruits, two JUCO kids, and eight other transfers through the, the portal. Portal. And – the recruits came from 14 states and the U.K., and that was the most number of states in one class in Colorado program history. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Right. Okay, now he's off to the right. That's how you're going to have to do it. Yes. So I remind everybody, this program was 1-11 in 11 last year, yeah. and this program has had losing records for 15 of the last 17 years. Yes. You are up against it, but it is a sleeping giant to me because I grew up in what was called the Big Eight, but Colorado was a powerhouse yeah. all through those years in the Big Eight mm-hmm. and humiliated my Sooners a number of times up in Boulder. Yes. It was a hard place to win at yes. because it's a beautiful place, it number is. one, as you know. Yeah. And they have a tradition that's just dormant. Yeah. It, it will come back alive right. because he's going to – it's Dion. The moment he stepped on campus, it, I'm sure his life just shot across the there, campus because they're back in business. Okay, so here's the key piece to the puzzle that you mentioned. This kid, Cormani McLean, is out of Lakeland, and he committed to the U. He's the number two prospect in the country, in the country, behind the Manning kid, okay? But number two, because he's a six-foot, two-inch corner. I was watching some highlights of him before the show. Long and strong and fast, okay? He, He... his head was turned by Dion yesterday, so he didn't go ahead and sign with the U right. because he's thinking, well, wait a second. Right. The greatest cornerback ever, and it ain't even close, wants uh, to coach me. Right. Well, maybe I should go there because mm-hmm. think of what I could learn from him. That's how you got Travis Hunter. Okay. Travis Hunter wanted to play defensive back. Okay. He said, this is the greatest corner. I can learn directly from you. And he's a great teacher. Right. Some guys who are great aren't great teachers. Right. He's a great teacher. Right. Okay. I mean, the thing is, you, you know, you're a composer. You get a chance to learn from Mozart. Yeah, your band. I know. That's true. That's exactly <laughs> what it so. is. So what if he gets Cormani McLean to flip from the Ooh. U to see you, right? The, they say the Buffalo has the seventh uh, ranking as far as transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Last year, they were 78. Yeah. From 78 to seventh in a year. Yeah, in one year. Their, their class just on recruiting kids, the high school kids, yeah. was, was uh, 50th. Yeah. Okay, well, if they get Cormani McLean, trust me, it's going to shoot way up right. right there. Right. Well, now you're off to the races. So I'm reading this story. I think you read it, too, in USA Today, but they were quoting the Rivals.com recruiting coordinator. So his last piece of advice about Dion is you can have Travis Hunter come to Colorado, but do you have the five offensive linemen that can block Oregon and USC yes. and UCLA and you, Utah? That's In the end, that's how you You got to have okay. front to back. Yeah. Offense, defensive line. Offense, defensive line. Front to back. You have yeah. all the skill positions you want. 
But if your quarterback can't get the ball off, it doesn't do you any good. So you got to get those dogs up front. Right. So next year, you have to deal with Lincoln Riley and Caleb and right. USC. Right. You're going to have to deal with them, right. and you're going to have to deal with Chip Kelly right. and all the talent that he has right. stockpiled at yes. UCLA. But after two years. Well, you, Skip, when you look at teams that win, look at Georgia. Yeah. Look at the offensive and defensive line. Look at yeah. Alabama. Yeah. They put offensive and defensive line out the yin-yang. Ohio State, offensive and defensive line. Have to. Now Michigan all of a sudden said, hold on, we want to compete. Let us go get some offensive and defensive linemen. Yeah. Now Michigan back-to-back college football playoffs. Mm. You get those dogs up front, mm. you'll be all right. Yep. Man, I, I just think <laughs> he, he's going to make a big splash at Colorado because that's just who he is and yeah. what he does. And I don't think he's going to be overmatched by going up to another level no, and having to compete no, no, no. in a bigger conference. Skip, I mean, come on. The dude competed, and he was great at, I mean, to play baseball, professional baseball and football in the same season. Hit a home run, score a touchdown. I understand. <laughs> like it. Play the World Series, play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I say, Skip, if you were I don't think people realize just how talented this man was. I don't think they realize, Skip. Because, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I played football and basketball in in high school. Not at that level. Not at that level. I have made the case for many years he was the greatest athlete ever, all-around overall athlete, because he was an all-state basketball player in Fort Myers. Yep. It was just high school, but he was all-state. And then what he achieved as the greatest cornerback and – a starting center fielder and leadoff hitter for the Yankees yeah. and the Braves and the Giants and the Reds. Reds. Okay. It, it's, I know people say Bo Jackson, and maybe if you eye test Bo Jackson, it was just like extraordinary right. what he could do. He ran up the wall to make yeah. a catch at the All-Star game. Yes. I was there in yes. Anaheim. Yes. But the point is, I, I just don't, you know, as great as Bo was at football and baseball, he wasn't as great at his position in football as Dion was at his position, no. right? No, 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 no. Yeah. No. So Bo was, I actually skip, I was in the I was in the league in the early nineties when Bo was in was in uh, uh was in Oakland and uh that he had a long run against us uh uh in, in Denver. You had to you had to see it. I I'm very, I feel very fortunate to skip that fifty four. I'm like, damn fifty four. But I saw some things up close and personal in my life yeah. that I'm like just sitting back and like, wow. You see Bo and you see Time and you see guys like that. You see a LT, you see a Reggie White, and you like you just marvel at what you see. Joe Montana and, and uh, uh, Jerry in their primes. Yep, you did. You you got to see a lot. Hey, as a matter of fact, my last Pro Bowl, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady were my quarterback. <laughs> did you catch passes from him? I ain't catching nothing. I was just over there skip. I was, hey, this I said, my last one probably. <laughs> They ain't getting nothing at you, boy. I ain't gonna need a lot of this, Skip. I was just over there free. I was just lunching. I got I'm free lunch. Nope. I ain't do no practice. Uh, no, no, Skip. I ain't do no practice. I ain't do no practice. Well, then you were ahead of the curve on this because now they don't even they don't even play the game. I ain't gonna lie, Skip. I got I think I got one play. Mm. One play. And and that was, was by your choice. Yeah, right? I shut I shut that thing down, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> I shut it down, Skip. All right, at least you're honest. Yeah, I, was, uh, I shit it down. <laughs> Shannon, you were just adding gravitas to the event. They should be glad that you you graced them. With yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, to see Peyton, man, I'm like, man, I get a chance to catch one pass and practice. Throw me one in practice, Peyton, Tom, because that's all I got for you. <laughs> you going give me the game. This was an awesome edition of the Club Shay Shay podcast. Thank if y'all you, haven't listened to it, check it out. You do not want to miss it. All right, gentlemen, let's talk a little Gardner Minshew on the other side of this break. How much of a problem is he going to be, Skip, for your defense? That's next on Undisputed. Mustache guy. 
Minshew. He gets the start for the Eagles tomorrow against the Cowboys, again, right here on Fox. Minshew started two games last season for Philly, one and one in those starts. He has just four attempts, though, this season for Philly in fill-in duty. Shannon, prediction time. What are you expecting from Gardner Minshew tomorrow? Well, I expect him to play well. Weather will not be an issue, Skip, so ball security shouldn't be, you know, snow, the elements come into play. They're playing in a dome, playing on a nice carpet. I mean, carpet, but everybody prefer natural grass. All he has to do is not turn the football over. They've done it. Howard Roseman has done a great job of building a great team around Jalen Hurst. Although Hurst is not going to be there, be there. This is what Gardner Minshew has to work with. Arguably, arguably the best offensive line in football. One of the top duos, receiving duos in football. You get Dallas Goddard back, a team that can run the football. You have a nice defense that supports you on the other side of the football. He doesn't need to be great. He needs to be really good, and that would be enough. I know Dak going to give me one turnover. You and I got a case that he's going to give us at least one turnover. That's going to be the difference. You in the- I sure that's all you coming. Okay. I was, I was laid in bed last night. Like, how can I see coming, and then I'm going away with all the dudes. I, I, I was laid in bed. I said, how can I get him again? I mean, I need a prop bet because mm. I know I'm going to get him. <laughs> prop bet. <laughs> so you planted the psychological yeah, seeds in my mind. I did. I did. And I bit. So, look, it's been a very busy week because Garner Minshew, he, uh, uh, Mike Leach, he was did. a coach at Washington State. Was laid to rest. He went to that. He did. Got back. And so I'm expecting him to play really well because they have some really nice pieces, if not great pieces, around him. And so A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, that offensive line, Miles Sanders, I'm expecting Garner Minshew to do what you got, have a backup to do. Come in, do a job for one or two games, turn it back over to Jalen Hurts, mm. and get out the way. Mm. I will give you this. <laughs> I do respect Gardner Minshew. I don't think he's just another backup quarterback mm-hmm. who will be completely overmatched in right. this because he's played too much starting right. caliber quarterback. Correct. Because I look at, okay, his record is a start. So he started 22 games in his life. It's pretty well, good we'll sample size. Yep. And he's 8-14. and 14. But the first year he started in 2019 in Jacksonville, he went 6-6, six and six and he was the talk and toast of right. the town, mm-hmm. if you recall. Yeah, I do. The second year, not so good, 1-7. With Philadelphia, 1-1 one one a year ago, but against the Jets, who weren't nearly what they are right now, he, he played really well. I, I look at the numbers he put up. He threw for 242, two touchdowns and no interceptions, and they won 33-18, to 20-25. That, that's, those are big-time numbers right. for a backup yeah. quarterback. He also played against Dallas at Philadelphia, but he was surrounded by backups and practice squatters mm-hmm. as Dak Prescott threw for five touchdowns yeah. and broke the franchise record for touchdown passes yeah. in the final regular season game. Right. And it was like a scrimmage against that the bad team. That shouldn't even count. Yeah, you could make a case, and I wouldn't disagree <laughs> with you. But against Dallas, albeit surrounded by backups, he went 19 of 33 for 186. He threw two touchdowns and had one picked by the Wolf Hunter, who will not be playing right. in this game. So he did that last year? He did. And he's he doing that with backup, practice yeah. squad guys? He did Oh, that. yeah, you might want well double, double that. Double, double that. Okay, I got to do two times 186. That's 12, 17. That's 272. Is that what? No, wait. What did I do? I did my math wrong. No, that'd be three. two. That'd be three. What? 60, 72, 372. You you got that? Okay. He gonna have 300. He okay. gonna pass more yards than Dak. 
Yeah, I take that bet. Except he might have garbage yards. Yeah, ain't no garbage yards. Yeah, he might have some empty you, calories. I know you ain't yards. talking to King of the Empty Calories, huh? A Prescottian, and everybody <laughs> knows yes. Except this time he's going to be front running. Mm-hmm. He he will pour it on in front instead of from coming behind. No, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. So Minshew has been very good. In fact, he was so good. Last year, especially against the Jets, that I'm going to remind everybody, going into this year, there was some buzz in Philly that he might actually have a chance to beat out Jalen Hurts because the jury was still way out on Jalen Hurts. Do you remember this? Yeah, I should hit somebody in the head for thinking Okay, well, I'm just telling you that was operating (laughs) when the year started because he's had some success as a starting quarterback, and he's got – a lot of charisma to him, and he's he's like he's got entertainment to him because he got the mustache and the hair. Skip, it's always good to have a backup quarterback that's that at least started some in this league. And I'm yep. not just talking about coming in when the guy got hurt. He was an actual starter, and so now he understands how to prepare. He understands the expectations. It's like he hadn't played in the hope. Skip, I mean, there were no big games being played in Jacksonville, but he understands how to navigate through a game like this and knowing what he has, the pieces that he has. You're like, man, I ain't got to be spectacular. I don't need to be Jalen Hurts. Yep. Let, let, let Devontae and A.J. do that heavy lifting. Let Miles Sanders, this offensive line, take this thing over for you, boy. And all you got to do is just keep it in the road. It's really self-driving. But you just got to be in the seat. Cruise control. Yeah, yeah, it's self-driving. Yeah. He got one of the most self-driving automobiles. That thing yeah. is parallel, park itself yeah. in the middle of the road. But you just got to be in the seat. Yeah. Watch it. Well, he can be the bus driver because, remember, in the offseason, he actually lived in a bus, an yeah. old bus, yeah. just so he could focus fully on football, on working out, yeah. getting in great shape. He probably shape. went to 23 Volkswagen yeah. yeah. bands or yeah. something like well, that. No, it was just an old bus, I think. Like a bus? School, but I, I think it was. I, I haven't read the story here lately, but that's what he did in the offseason, and it was his commitment to football that led to this. No, I can commit to football and yeah. live in an apartment. Okay. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> well, and okay. sleep in a bed, and I do all that and still all be right. committed to football. I think that he sees himself as such a star that he will try to star mm-hmm. tomorrow at Jerry World. I, I don't think he will try to game manage or or be a placeholder. I, I think he will try to do mm-hmm. some Gardner Minshew things. He will try to put a mustache on Dallas. No. He will try to make some plays, and he's going to wind up on his backside. We will knock him down five times. We'll sack him five times. Oh, How many times are they going to sack that? They might get him a couple times, but Dak will not turn the football. We got a bet on Boy, that, right? Ooh, I mean, you're going to be really hurt. When well, no, Gardner meant you, I played that. Hurt. I oh, man, we went over with the mustache. No. With the mustache, man, I played Dak. No, I got this. Dak's going to have his biggest game, and Gardner Minshew is going to make three big mistakes. I could see one forced fumble, a strip sack, and two picks. That ain't what, that ain't mm-hmm. what Gardner does. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I think he'll try to do because he's going to try to win the game. Both man fast in trouble. Yeah, he may be, but I think. That right side over there, y'all yeah. in trouble. Yeah, Nashawn Wright. You'll call him Nashawn Wrong, but I think he might be in there. Bland. Yeah, Bland. You like Bland food? <laughs> no, <but laughs> you I like, like the way Bland, Bland plays, okay. quarterback. He might be playing more We're going to salt him up. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to put some so? seasoning on him. Yeah. How about mm-hmm. Donovan Wilson? Because I see him blitzing more than he has. He's one of the best blitzers in the league. You need to be worried about Dallas Goddard. I got a three-headed monster at safety. Malik Hooker and J. Ron Curse and Donovan Wilson. The, the, Which one are, of those guys played in the game on Sunday against Jacksonville that Trevor Lawrence threw four touchdowns? Yeah, they all did. All three of them were in the game? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
And that man got a three touch, got a four touchdown passes that had 500 yards of offense. Yep. It's, Again. it's called focus and commitment to taking care of business. And now the business is at hand. They will rise up. They're going to have okay. a big game. Okay. Big game. A lot of pass rush. Mm, okay. Gardner Minshew is going to be under fire the whole game. Miles Sanders made the Pro Bowl. He is the. Say it again. He, he did. Made the Pro Bowl. AJ Brown did what? Yep. Made the Pro Bowl. Okay. Three offensive linemen made the Pro Bowl. Y'all yep. got one. They got them everywhere. They, they got them all over, and they have three others who should have made it, except that Gardner Johnson is out. So, yeah. But he should, he's still leading. Did y'all have anybody else that should have made it? No, you don't. I can make a case for oh! Wolf Hunter, but he's out. Over for, in front of who? Who are you going to? Demario Davis? I think he's been really Fred Warner? Led my team. My team's 10 and 4, and he led in tackles. So is Pretty he better good. than Fred Warner? No. What about Demario Davis? Maybe. Maybe. Did you see what Davis was doing? I, to I saw what he did. He got beaten by Tom Brady twice, and Brady's been horrible. Did, did that, hold on. He dropped 19 to 3 on, on Wolf Hunter in them heads. Yeah. DeMar, he got beaten on a little option route by a rookie to win the game. What about that pick, that pick he got? How he, how he, how he, uh, <laughs> he snaked it. <laughs> he sure he did. did. He, he did. like, I'm finna go. But no, I'm not, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, I give you that. He should have just brought him the ball and let him sign it. Yeah. But Tom good at signing ball. Shannon Sharp, I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings what? on the eve of Christmas Eve, but you are in big trouble okay. because it's going to be Christmas get even. Answer your phone by 7 o'clock. Get even. Answer your phone by 7 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What well, no, oh, oh, you I, mean? You don't answer your phone. It's an emergency. On game day. <laughs> it's going to be an emergency. Yeah. I'm going to type in 911 first. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to call, so that means answer the phone. It's I, an I only talk to one creature on game days, and that's Hazel. That's the only one. The, my, game, the game will be over. My wife will not talk to me. I'm, she won't talk to me before, during, or after the game. I'm calling you at 7 o'clock. Okay. I will, I will accept that call okay. if I see it. I will accept <laughs> What do you mean if you see it? If I see it. I might not be looking. I mean, what, I might be, what, you going to put the phone up on no, your mattress? I, I might be celebrating. <laughs> you, I promise uh, you won't be celebrating. Uh, I promise you. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. I, I got to go to church, right? Nah. Yeah. God don't want you I'm in there. Go thank God, God don't want you. God don't want this. God don't want you I'm in there. I'm gonna go thank God for 32 I to 14. <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 32 to 14. No. Excellent. You dropped points. You said 32 to 17. Right, 17. I meant 17. Yeah. It's Gardner 32 Minshew, 17. Though. One case of due on that. Uh, Dak gets an interception. Has yep. an interception, and then Gardner Minshew three big mistakes, and Shannon, your score is thirty to twenty-seven. Yep, we're gonna have a lot to talk Gardner about Minshew's on Monday's show. 30? There's gonna Buddy. be a ton to unpack. <laughs> Buddy. All right, gentlemen, do you think we've seen the last of Lamar Jackson in a Ravens jersey? Mm, yeah, things are getting dicey in Baltimore. Ugh. We'll explain coming up next. Lamar Jackson ruled out this week for the Ravens again. This is the third straight week Lamar has missed since he injured his knee against the Broncos. Lamar, of course, still in negotiations with the Ravens for a long-term deal. Shannon, should Lamar Jackson just shut it down for the rest of the season? Man, did I tell y'all the moment that man got hurt, I'll put on house shoes. I'm not going back out there. If you haven't seen enough, if you haven't seen what I've done over the last five years, what can I do in four games to convince you to give me the money that I believe I deserve? Uh, no, I'm not going back out there. I'm not going to risk further injury to prove to you that I should get the money that I rightfully deserve. And guess what? By me not being out there, how you looking? Mm. Looking real trashy right now, right? You can't score a point. Mm-hmm. 
You know what? All of a sudden, Greg Roman needs to be fired. Wait a second. <laughs> so, so the longer this go on, yep. Steve, Steve Bichotte, the owner, mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, look, if I'm not mistaken, Skip, I think the Players Association have a grievance against the owners because they, like, colluded, like, we're not going to give these guaranteed contracts. Yep. So that's what they – privately, there's nothing on paper, but they believe there have been conversations about that. Lamar Jackson says, I've done what I've done for five years. Yep. I've had an MVP. I've taken it to the playoffs. I've won a playoff game. And y'all still be uh, hesitant mm-hmm. to give me my money. So I'm going to be hesitant to go back out there. I see y'all in 2023, mm-hmm. the 2023 season, because now if I play in 2023, that's an addition of this season. I'm not going back out there. Mm-hmm. Period. So stop asking me. Don't ask me how I'm feeling. I'm feeling great. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going back out there. So don't ask me how I'm feeling. Don't ask me what it's looking like. It's looking good from where I'm sitting. Looking like I'm going to get the money that I was asking for earlier. Shannon Sharp, you played for this organization. Yes. You wore purple. You played like a raven today. Yep. Right? Yep. You won a Super Bowl as a raven. I did. With the great Ray Lewis Mm -hmm. and that defense and you making big play Shea plays. I have always admired from a distance this organization. I've known a bunch of people who coached and served in the organization. Yeah. And it is a great place. Top to, to bottom. To, top to bottom. It, it just might be the best place. Mm-hmm. It just might be yeah. with Ozzy sort of overseeing. Yeah. Bashadi has been a strong, good owner. Yes. Jim uh, John Harbaugh, is, he's really good at what he does. Great. And, and I think the players really do enjoy playing for him. I agree. I, I think he does have their best yes. interest at yes. heart. But Lamar knows this is not a Harbaugh okay. decision. All right. It's not Harbaugh. This has turned into the ugliest story in all of professional sports f- for the right reason. But it's still ugly because it's the Ravens this is happening to. Mm-hmm. It is shockingly ugly that the Ravens – ignited this and, and are having to watch it play out where in in the biggest picture, if you told me that a player was holding out and costing his team a potential playoff run, I would automatically say I'm I'm anti that player. Right. I don't love that idea. But when I know the backstory and I know the history of this one, the man won the MVP of this league right. in his second year in right. pro football. It's just hard to do. Yeah, of course. It does not happen. Yes. And he richly deserved the MVP. He was sensational. He was. He deserved it. Okay. So he did that. And you, you said earlier how emotional you are. I think he's very emotional, too. And yes. he's very proud of what he's accomplished. And he feels like, I gave you all I had, and you're giving me nothing, nothing. back. You're completely disrespecting me to the point that he has been what I would call holding in. He's not holding out. Right. He's holding in. He actually came to play. Right. But I told you, I heard from an, a Ravens offensive player who sits in these meetings and who was surprised but not, not upset with the fact that from day one this year in meetings, that he, he termed it that Lamar was a little distant and unresponsive to the coaches because he's just hurt. And he was there. And he went ahead and participated. Mm-hmm. And I thought he played very well while he was playing. Right. I remember the game against Brady. I thought he was sensational yeah, in that game. Unbelievable. Okay. But he would be a few minutes late to practice just to make the case. I, you, you're disrespecting me. I'm not going to honor this system here the way right. I used to honor right. it because I died for the cause mm-hmm. for you. Okay, so now Bashadi's thrust into position of 
Lamar got hurt down the stretch last year, and now he got hurt again. So Bashadi's trying to guard that bottom line. They do have a salary cap in yeah. the sport, and I'm sure he's thinking to himself, God, do I go five years and 250 guaranteed million mm-hmm. for, for a kid who's gotten hurt a couple times the last two years, who does sort of run for he, – he can really throw it too, but he also runs – and it puts him in harm's way, although I could argue you're just as much in harm's way standing in the pocket right. as you are running the football, right. as long as you run smart, which right. he does. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my point is, Bashadi's clearly torn, and then we had the incident, again, it's just emotions boiling over, where Lamar responded to the fool the on Twitter, and you just can't do right. it, and he refi- responded incredibly profanely, remember? Yeah. And... Now, now it's gone completely over the edge. And now Bashadi's thinking, God, do I want that guy to be my franchise quarterback? So it, it, it just feels wrong, wrong, wrong. Everything feels wrong. And it feels like to me that he's not going to be a Raven anymore. I That's think he's going to be a Raven. Like. I think cooler heads will prevail. Well, I Skip. hope you're right. But can I break I some know. news to uh, Steve? Yeah. You know who's in your division? Joe Burrow. He is. And he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So if you want to compete now, if you want to just turn the division over to them like they've conceded the AFC West to Patrick Mahomes, let him walk. Okay. Don't give him his money. And, and Cleveland went out. And, and they I, got Deshaun. And, and I know Deshaun's got his issues, but he is really good. You he and, will be really good. You and, Pittsburgh will be, you and Pittsburgh will be fighting out to see who finishes last. Yep. Joe Burrow's not going anywhere. The only way you can compete with these guys – what did, what did the, uh, uh, the Chargers do? They went and got Justin Herbert. The Broncos were trying to compete. They go out and get uh, Russell Wilson. Yep. If you want to beat these young gun quarterbacks, the yep. really good ones, mm-hmm. you better go somebody, get somebody to match them. That's, what, that's, what, that's why Buffalo went out and got uh, Josh Allen. They wanted to compete with Tom Brady. They said, enough of this. We're not conceding anything anymore. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. I, I agree. And you can't just snap your fingers and replace Lamar Jackson th- with – and think you'll get something else. Okay. Uh, you're not getting the Green Bay situation. Yeah. We're giving you have 14 years of Brett Favre, 15 years of Brett Favre. And guess what? You snap right in and you get Aaron Rodgers and you got another 18 years of him. So you got 30 years of great quarterback play. That doesn't happen often. Or what we saw in San Fran. You get Joe and then you go straight to Steve. Yeah, I got it. More I'm, times than not, you get. I'm not sure that Bashadi is going to guarantee Lamar okay. five more years at 250. I guarantee you where he finished last in that division. I guarantee because you that. You would, and you'll, <laughs> you'll be right about that. Because I don't think, what's his name, Tyler Huntley is going to be the. No. No. And, and I like him. I like him too. Yeah, yeah, but he. No. no. He's not, beat, he not beating Joe Burrow. No. Because that's what you're up against now. He's having a hard time beating anybody right now. It's a pretty tall order to beat Joe Burrow. A lot of teams on the market for quarterbacks for next season, guys. But certainly not the Chiefs or the Bills. Gentlemen, have Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen officially now become the faces of the NFL? (laughs) Let's unpack that one when we come back here on FS1. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, their NFL Persons of the Year. The two quarterbacks were deemed the, quote, gold standard. They've officially become the new faces of the NFL. Shannon, do you agree? Well, I do. I believe they got one of the faces right. I think Joe Burrow is going to have something to say about that other face, Skip. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just confused because neither guy won anything. I understand that game last year. It was one of the best playoff games. That was the best weekend of playoff football because all the games went to, uh, what, last second or o- overtime. 
So that was the greatest playoff weekend that we had ever seen. But neither guy was able to, to finish it off. I mean, Patrick Mahomes knocked out uh, uh, Josh Allen, and then he got knocked out the following week in overtime by Joe Burrow. He did. And so I, I get it, but I, I, I'm uh, – what? I mean, you, you bestow this, uh, this award of them because of the impact on the game. Both – I mean, I think Mahomes is where he is. I think Joe Burrow has, for me, has passed Josh Allen. That's just my estimation. Okay. So, for me, I believe Joe Burrow has passed Patrick Mahomes. He's played very well and beaten him head-to-head, obviously. But I'm not taking a shot at The Athletic because I think this is the popular opinion. Yeah. But the quotes out of this story are, the takeover has occurred. The summit is complete. The torch passed. The face of America's most popular professional sports league has changed. Right. Well, obviously it's changed because Brady is no longer that guy and Aaron Rodgers is no longer that guy. Right. Right? Right. So all of a sudden the decks have been cleared. Right. And the two most exciting players in professional football mm-hmm. are Patrick Mahomes well, and Josh Allen. I'll give you that. Okay. Sometimes for the wrong reason, right. because they'll try just about anything. But if you turn, if you're excited, Skip, you got to turn it over. Lamar, what does he do? Okay. Turn that, it over. Okay, that's what they do at the highest of levels. They'll make um, like impossibly they, great plays. You get on the phone and call, and you start yeah. t- you start right. tweeting. Skip, did you right. see that? Did, did you see that? And yet they'll also throw it to the other team, or they'll lose the football. They make mistakes. Yes. And Joe Burrow makes fewer mistakes. And for my money. And my eye test, he plays the position of quarterback a little better than they play the position of quarterback. All things encompassed, if if I could pick one of those three, I would take Joe Burrow going forward, and I believe I'm going to win more championships than you're going to I'm taking Mahomes. There's not a quarterback that's currently playing that I would take over Patrick Mahomes. All right. But I don't understand why Burrow isn't even in this conversation, but he's not. Right. And yet – he somehow got sacked the most times in the regular season and by far the most times in the postseason, and he carried the Bengals to the Super Bowl and played pretty well right. in the Super Bowl right. and had them in position to be right in there at the end of the game. Absolutely. Okay, so w- w- after you did that and, and what you continue, again, they went 0-2 to start, and now they've gone 10-2 and and they've right. won six in a row. Right. Well, h- how did you not enter this conversation? <clears throat> or are we only talking about excitement level, right. entertainment level? Is that what it is? Because uh, uh, Buffalo and Kansas City played two years, two consecutive years in the postseason, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, okay. uh, Buffalo beat them in the regular season, and then Kansas City comes back and beat them in the postseason. Yes, like I said, are they exciting? Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing was, Skip, is that we only saw really – we never really got a chance to see Rodgers and Brady go head-to-head like we saw early Manning and Brady. No, Skip, not Skip, like that. Right, because Manning and Brady actually was in the same division before they reconfig- realigned the division. Yeah. But – one of them had to knock the other out, Skip, to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we kind of see this with Mahomes and, and Allen, but we just saw Allen, we just saw uh, Mahomes and Joe Burrow last year. Mm-hmm. Now, they played three times, twice in the regular season, once in the postseason, and Joe Burrow is big, victorious. He has been victorious. And it might come down to a situation again. They might see each other again, and Patrick Mahomes is going to have to break that curse. Okay. But it's not like Joe Burrow is boring. It's not like he's just some everyday Joe. Right. I mean, look at the stuff he wears to game. Yeah, the outfits, yeah, yeah, right? I think the thing is, Skip, the arm angles and the throws. 
I mean, you see Josh Allen make throws, and you see Patrick Mahomes rolling and making throws. But they can both throw it out of the stadium. Right. They, they have that kind of arm. And you see, and you see Mahomes giving the, the arm angles. You're like, how? I mean, what? Joe is more prototypical. He's more going to play it straight. Right now, fundamentally, going to be fundamentally he sound. will. But I think his arm strength is under. Oh, it is. It is. It is. And, and his accuracy is deadly. Yeah. And those receivers, he's got receivers, but <clears throat> he throws sweet, catchable balls. Yes. <clears throat> that you would have loved to right. be caught. Yeah. And he, he just operates that offense at such a high level. And I think he also is underestimated as a scrambler or whatever you want yeah. to call him. Because yeah. when he takes off to run, it oh, looks he can, pretty he can good run. to me. Yeah. I mean, all, all three of these guys, not, they obviously, they don't run. I mean, they don't run the ball like Josh Allen. But yeah. all three of the guys have better legs than you would think. But I just think the thing, Skip, it would be hard to play with Mahomes because you never know where the ball is going to come out because you're trying to pick the ball up out of his hand. And so yeah. when I got my head around, I'm trying to say, okay, Josh, Skip, the ball might be here. It might come from behind a, uh, behind an offensive lineman okay. as opposed to over the top. Okay, that is supreme entertainment value. Yes. And Josh is the same way yes. to me because he's liable to try, and sometimes just running. Try to run over a def- yeah. uh, defensive lineman. Right, or vault or somersault. Yeah, he's going to hurdle. Yeah, hurdle. His yeah, leg is hurdling He's going to try what, whatever yes. he has to do yes. to get the first yes. down. But but Joe Burrow is is fun on and off the field. Right. He just doesn't operate entertainingly. Joe Cool, he, yeah. He is closer to Brady in operation of the offense. Right. But man, it, it's it's sensational. When you look at the numbers he keeps putting up, yeah. I, he's off the charts. I think the thing is, Skip, we've never had this many young entertaining. I mean, guys, we have great quarterbacks. Marino, Elway. Uh, Montana was in the league at that time. Jim Kelly was in the league at that time. Uh, um, Warren Moon. Yep. So, Skip, we had we did. great quarterbacks. But the entertainment factor, the oh. guys that could throw, that that, yep. that when they got off script could do things. Marino really never – Danny wasn't going anywhere. No. Danny wasn't going anywhere. No, Kelly really wasn't going anywhere. Uh-huh. Montana could run. Montana, obviously, Elway had tremendous Montana land. early was really nimble. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. But Skip, that, that's what the West Coast, because you throw the ball on the move so much. Yep. So he was perfect. He's perfect for it. He was. But I, I, NFL persons of the year? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and somewhere Joe Burrow shaking his head like, what about me? Well, what, if I'm Matt Stafford, I'm like, what about me? I, okay, I, just, could, I just won the Super Bowl. You do Because that, that's normally how it works, Skip. Yeah, when you, you get sportsman like, of the year, time, yeah. you know. No, I mean, the, the time person of the year is not the guy that lost the election. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think this is indicating that Matt Stafford is past time. These are the yeah, young yeah, guns. This is it. We'll, yeah. we'll put all three of them up there, Skip. Speaking yeah. of being past time, gentlemen, yeah. we got to go. Okay. We're yeah. out of time. Welcome to the next generation of QBs. Okay, guys, Baker Mayfield. Does he deliver Shannon and the Broncos a lump of Christmas no. coal? No. That's no. coming up next here on Undisputed. All right, Baker Mayfield and the Rams, three-point underdogs at home against the Broncos on Christmas Day. Shannon, do you give Baker any shot of beating your Broncos? Hold up, wait, wait, hold up. Oh, you wait. Hold up. I know good and D well. The Rams are not underdogs at home with Baker. Wait a second. Denver is third in points allowed. Do you realize Pro Football Focus ranks their pass coverage unit number one in the NFL? They should. And Baker's behind a makeshift offensive line or surrounded with no running game and just a bunch of backup receivers? Both teams had very disappointing season. Both teams are playing quarterbacks. They had no idea they were going to be playing this year. Yep. 
You probably should win, but we are going to win. Mm. We're going to beat you. We, how should we win? Because y'all got Baker. Remember, that's Baker making Baker. going against Brett Rippin. No, we, we got Baker with Sean McVay. That will work that's long okay. term. Sertan shutting it down. Well, he should. Against, a, against three backup receivers? Whoa, whoa, they got to do with us. Huh. You got a backup quarterback. Merry Christmas. I remember the back, backup, backup quarterback. <laughs> Merry Christmas. That's it for us, guys. We're out of time. But hey, from everybody here on Undisputed, happy holidays to you and yours. 